Can't get distracted by weird little open musculatures and stuff. What the f*** is going on down there? I'm still trying to figure out some some new food things. Like I talked to you about how I'm trying to I want to triple wrap my chicken breast for the freezer, like parchment right. paper, then saran wrapped in aluminum foil. That's because I, I turns out I don't have any Ziploc bags for food anymore. I use them all up for toy shows. <laughs> uh, so that's poor planning. I, yeah, I know. Uh, but I, I think that triple layer should do it. But I learned something recently. Uh, a couple things about eggs because I was going. Why are people stockpiling five million eggs? Because I always see eggs as a very perishable item and some folks laid out to me that uh, if you have a family of four you can crush like 36 eggs in two weeks way before they even remotely go bad uh and and obviously like i know about you can boil them to prolong their life a little bit in the fridge uh i learned that a if your fridge partially freezes eggs they last a bit longer they they lose all of their good texture but they're still edible uh, and then off of that, I learned there's actually a method for freezing eggs for food. It's very complicated, but you can do it. You have to separate the whites, freeze the whites. Then you have to add some salt to the yolks to maintain their gelatinativity. And then you can freeze those, apparently, according to Eggopedia, which is a website that exists. Uh, it's just like an, a, a Wikipedia just for eggs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, lots of food tips I can give, but hey, everyone, welcome to WTF at TFW. We're talking food tips, obviously, because it's uh, an interesting time uh, in the world. There's a global pandemic, and uh, we're glad that you could join us here to talk about some Transformers, because you know what can't get infected? Well, they have hard plastic surfaces, so technically they can carry the virus for 72 hours, but... yeah. Uh, outside of that, if they're already in your home, uh, Transformers are a great way to pass some time. And we're going to pass some time talking about some Transformers. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks for the welcome after we've already been talking for like, uh, 20 minutes. Oh, no worries. That was a whole lot of stuff that uh, breaks whatever that rule is on the message board about, uh, news and politics. I forgot what the rule number is, but they don't talk about politics in the thread. Uh, TJ, hello. Welcome to the show as well. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, yes. How are you? How are you doing over there? How are things over yonder? I mean, reasonably good. My, I, I have a grandmother who's three hours away from turning a hundred and three. Jiminy Cricket! Wow. Well, can, mm-hmm. pass along my congratulations. However, that can fit in because holy crap, that's cool. Uh, man, <laughs> I sometimes think about centenarianism and. Uh, how it's like, I, I wish we could get to the point of, like, uh, digitizing brains, because a brain that's been alive for over 100 years has got, like, so much friggin' knowledge in it that... Anyway, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little over the place. I've been, I've been busy this weekend, um, you know, doomsday prepping. Uh, I'm getting my gallows humor out of the way now. Uh, hopefully all of you who are listening to this don't have to be, you know, reminded, but, like, take care of yourselves, wash your hands with soap a lot, and uh, try to avoid heavy social situations that's being more enforced now. So that's not as necessary to go into, but I just want to put the PSA up front, uh, just in case you are, are one or two listeners who get all of their news forthhand through a Transformers podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some Earthrise toys we got this past while, because we put that off for Toy Fair, put that off for etc. Before we do, though, did you guys know we forgot to talk about something from Toy Fair that we actually bragged about being able to talk about in that same yeah. podcast? 
kind of fatigue. I inserted a bit because I, I, I kind of guessed what we'd say, but uh, it doesn't have to be long. Uh, Trailbreaker. He looks really nice, but is he, he's also like highly unsurprising. Like it looks like the absolutely most logical retool redeco to do of hoist you could possibly do. Yep, and I think he looks great. Uh, but also easy to forget because he's kind of just like <laughs> the thing we were all expecting. I feel uh, kind of disappointed he has the same gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am disappointed they didn't do something to get those flaps out of the way. I was hoping like, they the, would, but I wasn't expecting like the ar- it. The arm flap in animation is still Hoist thing, but Trailbreaker never had those in animation. So, like, like what would I you could, do? I Maybe hand- a half side, halfway hinge in there. Yeah, yeah, just like flip them up behind his shoulders. Yeah. You know, nothing extreme. Hmm, that would have mm. been cool. Because I mean, yeah, it's, it would have been cool. I wasn't expecting it, but would have been cool. Uh, I, know, I know I've seen a couple folks say that they're really hyped to like skip hoist and just get Trailbreaker, and I'm hoping that they're aware of the flaps, because I haven't got hoist yet. I've seen him in person, though. He looks great. And those arm flaps do seem to be like his uh, his elephant in his room. Like, they're yeah. a thing you, you gotta kind of deal with those things. Uh, the other reveal was Sunstreaker, who I think was mildly more surprising. Uh, he appears to be a wheeljack retool, uh, and he looks really good. Uh, he he's making good use of the way Wheeljack does the chest, I think, to pull off a Sunstreaker uh, kind of look. Uh, but I also felt like he just he looked like a pretty interesting retool of a good toy. <laughs> so, well, when we missed those two, I felt less guilty when I realized like how kind of straightforward they were. But did you did you guys have any other thoughts on Sunstreaker? Not terribly. They uh they did the uh, what is it the the. What are the things on the back of his vehicle mode that make him fancy and custom? Those two are they exhausts on the roof? Like the weird turbocharger exhausts? Yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah, I, I like how they implemented those. Like as a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh and hey, maybe like obviously, I wonder if they'll do a sideswipe um off of the siege sideswipe, but just with earthier parts retooled in. That seems to be Something that they're capable of of doing with Megatron, uh, and and I mean technically with Earthrise Prime, but Earthrise Prime does way more than that, I think. Um, but yeah, I wanted to hit those two just so we didn't you know leave them fully in the dust because uh, yes, we're going to talk about the Earthrise. I'm that we trying got. to, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to find the Wheeljack in him, and I'm not. It's the legs. I feel like that that tipped me off. I'm going to go take a look at him I again. Mean, every part's different. And his hands transform completely differently. They do. Uh, and, yeah, he doesn't have big panels and leftover wheels on his arms. and I just The feel- wheels are in a different location on the legs. Yeah, I, I think I think that the, it's a very good full retool. Um, I don't think it's a retool. I think it's just similar. Really? For sure. Man, because the legs are so close. Well, the... The feet almost look like it's maybe flipping around the other way. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I mean, if hey, if, I mean, I, the, if if I if I prejudged him uh, a little bit wrong, I mean, like yeah, the, the tip the tip to me is that the extra part of the windshield on the chest is on the back side of his feet rather than inside his knee. Oh yeah, I wonder if that windshield's on. Oh no, they they wouldn't be that. It would be. Oh no, it would be that if it's on a, a double hinge extender thing. I'm gonna do. That would be really 
complicated for what that's going for. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, I tried to click on where this image came from and the site doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I'll go to ours. Uh, let me see his vehicle mode. Yeah, I think it's just similar engineering as, you know, a lot of G1 toys tended to be. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see anything of Wheeljack in him. Ah, I was very I, fixated I, on the I legs. I think it might be just a, like, a kind of shared skeleton. Like, he's 80% the same. Yeah. I don't even see that in him. Like, I'm looking at the toy and the picture at the same time. Yeah, I, I've, I've got Wheeljack in hand. I've been sitting here working through his transformation. I think that there's just enough, like... I think it's a case of like the like the um classics pair where it's just one is transformed 180 degrees from the other and a couple other like similar tricks because it looks like like if you look at his leg Wheeljack's leg seems like it's 180 from that. So if he has a bigger cutout on the back side of the ankle like the ankle tilt notch there the other way and it flips around the other way you could get something that's close to that I'm, I'm also I'm also convinced that that chest window works the same way as wheeljacks because wheeljacks is on that kind of double hingey thing yeah uh, also I'm staring at him a whole lot I think his uh, left and right crotch pieces are the same as Wheeljack's. <laughs> Which is the Left most... and right crotch pieces. Yes. <laughs> uh, his Call th- that a pelvis. His I thighs think. are not. Well, his, his, his no, his middle, his middle, the central crotch, the bulge, is different. He's got a y- yes. He's bulging differently. He's got a, a differently textured bulge, but um, the bulge sides are the same. Again, I'm seeing little variants in that. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I don't think that he's like as one for one as you know Trailbreaker and Hoist, but I feel like he's built on the same, um, the same structure. Uh, I wouldn't like actually, you know, I wouldn't go to bat for it to the point of like, like I'm, I'm also happy to not be right about that because you know more the more new designs the better. Yeah. I just feel like at least his center mass works like Wheeljack's. But we'll find out when he comes out. And then someone's going to owe me a sandwich. That being me. Uh, I just had a sandwich. Again, we're, we're back to food. You know, it's been on my mind <laughs> for the last two days. Uh, something, something toilet paper. Hey, uh, Earthrise, let's talk about those toys. Let's talk about the Earthrise we got. Um, yeah. Uh, TJ, you're you're like, did you end up fully decked? Did you get everything? Yeah. Well, I I, I don't know. I, I didn't get sound barrier, but he's a dude with a road on his back, so I don't think I'm missing too much. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like when I when I say everything, I immediately think of Deluxe's Voyagers leaders. I was not really thinking of the MicroMasters and Battle Masters, but did did you guys pick up those guys? The little I, I got MicroMasters. I got the the sound barrier, and I was tempted to get like four of them. 
Well, Aaron, since you're our exclusive source of sound barrier uh, news and opinions, uh, does sound barrier, does he do anything unexpected? Does he impress out of the box? I'm glad I didn't get four of them. <laughs> like, he he does not do anything thrilling, and actually, the the bigger frustration to me is that... So when connecting him in to somebody else with the airlock system, like where his feet are, prevent you from getting like a decent amount of angle off of ah. off of that. So like he makes an okay extension, and probably like, um, like if you were going up on something like uh, I'm already forgetting the deluxe's name that comes apart, high tower. Uh, or no, Ironworks. Or Ironworks. If you were to connect Ironworks to something similar like that, yeah, he's fine because the like connector is clear. But if you were trying to connect, like have another ramp for Ironworks down to the ground, it doesn't really work well that way. Okay. So what you're saying is me and TJ are good, we're set, we don't need to worry? I mean, if <laughs> if you want to make a big display out of something, like a few of these would be a good idea. Because it gives you a little bit more reach to spread it out some. But we got, we maybe, got at least two more Maybe figure things out in levels. But yeah, we've got the four-way ramp coming and another one. So like picking up one, eh. I, I'm not upset that I got this one. Plus he's like five bucks. Yeah. I would. That's the thing is though, he's, he's five bucks, but I'm like, I, I would pick him up for 25% off. <laughs> I, I am going to say since we're in that size class, I also got... Another thing in that size class. I forgot who else is in that size class. Well, it's not in it. So it's casemate is Smashdown. Oh, right. The hammer. Because she got oddly short shifted. Okay. Uh, but I, what I got at the same time was a god. Oh, uh, spoilers. Spoilers. Is he? Oh. Okay. Is he in Earthrise as well? Or am I screwed? Do I have to find the Siege one? I think he may have to find the Siege one. I've not seen something for him coming out in Earthrise. Okay. I mean... I'd, I'd hope that they would redo it. Um, Because it was... I was surprised that I saw, like, the tail end of one wave and the beginning of the next wave at the same time at Target. That that tail end... I mean... They're going good. I mean, from my own hunting after Christmas, it seemed like everyone that, like, restocked after the holidays, like loaded on like rung like i like there's about there's like a one month span where he was in just about every store around here well you sir are a happy accident because there wasn't crap here after christmas so well no they just all ended up where tj's at yeah maybe they all just (laughs) flowed south because um, that that final wave of little guys rung the the micromaster combiner and uh and uh frumble rap bat i've never seen those Yep, I've not seen the combiner, the MicroMaster combiner at all. Uh, um, so, yeah. But uh, yeah, hey, he's, to, an, he's another one them. of these Target Master dudes, <laughs> and and his like blaster things don't even stay on his on his pegs. Are you gonna? But they ta- don't need to because he's a god. You gonna have some courage and just glue them on? No, because then he can't transform. Because then that's that's the end of his feet. Well, you just you just gotta you know get him a flight stand. Maybe. So you can float around. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for the exclusive first look at, um, at I forgot his name already, Sound Barrier. 
Uh, yeah, it, it's what th- th- they're like two name. other sound guys. The sound <laughs> barrier just breaks. He's it. like he's like the third cousin of the sound family who showed up and was like, "Hey guys, yeah. it's me, Sound Barrier." No, Soundwave knows me. I know Soundwave. We're cousins. Soundwave's just like, "Oh god." Yeah, he he lies down. He has a board on his back. That's he likes to connect to things, but everyone who has a ramp, he already can't connect to. Omega Supreme's just like quietly trying to excuse himself. <laughs> Sound barrier is like Omega Supreme, buddy. Let's try again. Let's try it one more yeah. time. Uh, all right. Well, TJ, then I'll ask you quickly about the MicroMasters because mm-hmm. uh, I've heard that Growl is great. Uh, yeah, Growl is well. That's that's it in general. I think is uh really impressive. Hmm. Like Growl is nice because like he can actually use his weapon. Like he, like his barrel comes off and he can actually wield it and it's not like a weird like this is for the combined weapon mode thing that they still do. Yeah. So like he automatically gets some better points for that and then uh bomb shock that he comes with is a lot more involved than most of the micromasters. I, th- I think just on the 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 benefit of being a tank, he gets a little bit more play value because the turret works at that size. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then like he does get an extra layer of transformation, where you flip down a flat piece to cover up a flat piece to make his chest. Oh, that's more than they usually get on those because those little guys tend to focus on the paint more than anything else. I find. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's a nice little thing, like. That set in general just does a little bit extra for the transformations that I really appreciate. That's so, yeah. I I can see where some improvement is. And they and they do still have a combined weapon mode cuz I I saw them and I was inspecting the package and the package doesn't say anything about a combined weapon mode anymore. Oh no. And no, was, they they completely skip it. It's in they the instructions. They kind of just drop that. Okay. It's in, it's in the instructions. Oh, okay. But it is a very like janky weapon combination like uh like the the Autobot cars are basically the same like two cars stacked on top of each other thing that they did before yeah and then uh uh for the Decepticon pack it's hard to describe it's like <laughs> it's weird it's kind of like weird how they combine and it doesn't work like <laughs> They, 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 none of them work. That's, I mean, that's kind of how I felt about all the siege ones. Is at best they stayed together, but even then, some of them had yeah. trouble staying together. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> like the only one that really worked for that is like, there, oh God, I can't remember. There was one set where I felt that like it worked, but is that the it, the plane but, sword? Um, the plane, the plane sword kind of works. It was one of the, it was one of the ones that formed just like a big weapon cannon thing. Yeah. But like my my big thing to that was there's the two were such different colors it didn't work if they were matching colors this would be perfect. I yeah. can't remember which one it is now. Well yeah, they all tried like almost all of them except for the plain swords if I recall correctly did the flip us both chest like you know face to face chest to chest one set of legs flips out and has effect part connectors on the end and then like yeah, one of them fit, would fasten really well, one of them didn't, one of them almost did. The peg would work, but then the quote-unquote tab wouldn't. I think that was Powertrain and what's-his-name that he came with, the off-road guys. Like, they almost worked. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really nice to hear at least the Decepticon ones. Like, they sound like two good little Transformers. And then even if it doesn't work, 
if their weapon mode's at least trying to do something, like that already sounds way more interesting to me than all due respect to those Autobot yeah. cars, you know. Well, the other the other thing about the other thing about Growl is like there's actual articulation to Growl. Mm-hmm. Like, God, hang, give me a second. I might have him here. That was the other thing about those planes, uh, the plane sword that I liked is that one of them, by happenstance, also was decently posable. It's kind of like a Hallmark MicroMaster. And then they never kept up with it. Yeah, I've got, okay, I've got Growl in hand. Growl just has just like, it's the basic points of articulation, but the shoulders work a lot better than most of these because it's not like half his vehicle mode sticking off the top of his shoulders. Yeah. And then for, I want to, I want to say Bomb Shock. I don't have him handy here. Uh, actually has like, I want to say neck and waist. Some of them, some of them did have, uh, like a, what am I thinking of? Not like neck and it was like neck and waist, but the neck and the waist had a rod between them and then the upper torso could swivel on it. Uh, fire truck guy had it, I think. I can't yeah, remember. Anymore. Uh, this, yeah, I, yeah, I just found, I just found bomb, bomb shock. Like it, that it's in, it's independent on him. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then there's the Autobots. Are, is there any, aside from Big Daddy and being painted nice, is there anything remarkable about them? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> like, it looks like they tried a little bit more for the, for, uh, the transformations on them. Yeah. You know, just because, like, it's not like the whole front of their car folding back like the first wave Autobot cars. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, well, like, you're separating just, like, the center of the front end flipping that back so they have a different silhouette at least they feel exactly the same that's kind of a bummer i I mean they looked like it i was just kind of like hoping there'd be something different and i'll I'll throw out that psa i I threw out once or twice about the siege ones i completely get how they are exactly someone's jam as well just they're very specifically not my jam for what they're trying to do like they like i said they focus a lot on the paint i find so they look really nice but I just I wish I'd be cool with them having less paint if they kind of did more if if they were just more fiddly I don't, I don't need them to be superposable I just I don't want to feel like I have a G1 MicroMaster who's using ball sockets instead of pins mm-hmm. uh, I just find it really boring um, I mean hey Big Daddy's a good character pull I'd like to pick him up on sale because he's Big Daddy but yeah lots of lots of these kind of noises. <laughs> Whenever yeah. someone's like, hey, what do you think of those MicroMasters? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, then let's let's bump over to some deluxes. I can participate on one of these. I bought one deluxe, one Voyager, one liter, because I wanted a sampling, and then I'm, I'm trying to hold off. Uh, actually, we just had a sale up here, but I wasn't able to partake in it. Uh, but I'm holding off a little bit because it's wave one, and I, I want to see if I'm right about not being in a rush. Uh, but I want to talk about Wheeljack because he's the deluxe I picked up and I really like Wheeljack, although I had to file something somewhat. So I'll just say, you know, his bicep swivels. Yeah. You know how they have those detents? Yeah. Uh, on mine, I discovered what happens if one of those detents, if the sticky outy part is like a micrometer too long or too, too, you know, 
thick. Uh, mm. His 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 entire arm fires at me when I use the bicep swivel. Oh, so no. uh, it like just friction it friction punches its way out of the joint. <laughs> so I I just I popped it out and then I filed down uh, the the sticky outy bits a bit. Now it works fine. Uh, my my biggest issue with Wheeljack has been the like very front part of the windshields that hide. Yep. It does it it like you that you have to like three stage his leg transformation in order like, to keep those from just shooting across the room and into a black hole or into a blanket or I was it, trying to figure out if they had threading on them that was making them unscrew themselves when they swivel around cuz I was nah, like what? they just they just pop out cuz <laughs> yeah yeah, those things are. I think those things are again like tweakable because it's it's a friction thing. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not that they that they pop off because that's what they're they're like properly not breaking. It's that it's like like almost any other toy that has the like sideways swivel in order to condense rather than like sliding up or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to stop halfway. Oh yeah, the collision is also kind of kind of tricky. And then move it into place. But on my because if you just pull it down and around, it just goes ping, and then you're left trying to echolocate. But but you know how these like you know split in the middle sort of mushroom peggy connectors are supposed to have a bit of a soft click when you push things onto them. Mm-hmm. The winch mm-hmm. on mine is like no, it's just it's a peg with the the middle cut out. That's all it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> my left knee is yep. is definitely weaker than the right one. The right one gives enough. Uh, hold on it, then I'm like, oh wait, whoop. Okay, same on go. same on mine. Makes me wonder if it's just a known issue yeah. uh, across the board. Because <laughs> like I, I, I mean, we're going good. I mean, I'm just a just a pitch in here. Um, mine has neither of those issues, and this is. Well, I get, aren't I'm starting to, I'm starting to wonder again if this is a climate thing where it's like in this case the clear plastic likes the Florida humidity or something. It's like no, it does, no clear plastic never likes anything around me. <laughs> no, uh, no, I had a completely different problem that apparently was universal because I was finding a lot of people who said they had it, mm-hmm. which was so that the bulge as we called it earlier. Yes. Uh, the, <laughs> That is a fully painted piece all the way around, including the part that goes up against his hip swivels. It is? Yeah. And on a lot of people's, uh, they found out when they tried to move the hips forward and back that it was frozen shut. Well, that's no good. In my, in my case, both hips were frozen from the paint to the point where I had to re- take two pairs of pliers in order to break the seal. I didn't know this was painted. The bulge? The middle? The crotch? The thrust? That's painted? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. That's painted? Really? Sorry. I'm like staring at it right now. Yeah, I'm flipping it around. I okay. I I kind of see it. I kind of see a little bit of haze on the top. Yeah, like like like. uh, Okay. Okay. I'm getting uh, all kinds of uncomfortable with him right now. I. How do I phrase this? (laughs) Look at his taint. All right. Okay, so, like, you can see the roughness of the plastic on the other side, and then it gets really smooth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what, that's, that's just wax. The... That's, like, how you keep a car finished looking good, right? I don't... I mean... Are you what? I didn't, you... Know we... <laughs> I didn't know we waxed that area, but... 
I'm I am judging, but I'm not saying anything. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something risky here. I'm gonna grab my exacto knife. Oh no! I'm gonna get into a part of the throb that I don't ever see. Let's uh, just scratch at that a little bit. That's weird. It's not like scraping off, but it also isn't getting marred the way black plastic would. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> Toy production's weird. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> also, it's odd that we the basically I opened with I like Wheeljack a lot. Then we just sort of talked about all the things that are wrong with him. Uh, well, well, it's interesting that all three of us had a different QC issue with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and despite them, I, I do really like him as a little deluxe because I think the transformation super duper works on this scale, you know, with the little complexity of that that windshield bit. Uh, like, you know, the the way that the spoiler turns into the wings is is very clean and it, it properly satisfies what I want for the silhouette. Uh, I just like transforming him. I like how much he uh, he forms into a nice flat little wheeled platform. Uh, good lines everywhere. It's a nice process. I, I like the way that the uh, there's that double hinge, you know, thing that his uh, chest is on that I was going on about. Like, I, I like mm-hmm. that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I dig him. Like, as far as I've heard, Hoist is kind of the star deluxe if you're just looking for a standalone transformer. But uh, I'm happy I grabbed a wheeljack, and I'm looking forward to grabbing a Hoist when I get a chance. So here's the great thing. Do you realize that there is white text inside of his black stripe? On his leg. Yeah. Holy mo! No, I didn't see. I now see it. <laughs> I, I, I like oddly enough. So I like the cyber or the uh, the Japanese that saw on his arm is says Cybertron. Yeah. I, I uh, gave I gave it a quick word lens check because I don't read Japanese. I was like, oh, did they pull another one of those? Um, and then was like, wait a second. Like the camera was noticing stuff in that on the that whole side, and so then it was like, okay, let's pull out the phone. Let's go up to like five times scale. Yeah, Velocitron Racing, nineteen eighty four. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I was going through this thing with a magnifying glass before I did a review for it, just because I started. I kept noticing more and more things hidden, like in that very front, like where it says like Iacon and super letters, super uh-huh. tiny letters. That black stripe above it also has letters. Yeah, override Iacon modulator, Prothex. W motors. Yeah. Never before have I realized how much I wear glasses in trying to see all this stuff. Yeah. I'm doing the th- like I'm doing the thing where the mouth is open, the upper lips over your top teeth, and I'm looking down my nose trying to get a better focus look at these. Wheeljack like, Invincione. I see that part. <laughs> That's cool. Man. Okay. That's some really sweet tamper grabbing. Because yeah. I- I also like I like that stuff on him. Like his his general paint job, I thought looked really cool. Like it's a bit simplistic. It's I don't disagree that the the weird not white color is weird. I kind of like it, but I I don't disagree that it's you know a bit weird. Uh, I think they matched it on places where it's painted on uh, pretty well. But uh, also, like you know, he's got red painted hubcaps and stuff. Like there's, the, there's that and all the tampographing. There's nice little evidences of how we've kind of just taken on the Takara Tomy price point in a way uh, for mm-hmm. deluxes. We just we get a bunch of extra paint that's you know really easy to take for granted. Um, 
And I, and I like that the, the gun, quote-unquote, you know, has a nice little spot to, to tab in up there on his shoulder. It's funny that they give you two tabs just to mock you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He usually is a toy. would have two of these. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you can decide if he's a lefty or a righty. Yeah. Or he, and it's it's a five mil peg. You can just stick it on his forearm, which I think is a pretty metal thing to do. Um, but yeah, I'm digging Wheeljack. Uh, all, all the deluxes now that I've seen them all in person in package, like I think they look great. Like the the presentation, I think is solid. But uh, Wheeljack is the one I could most contribute to. Um, Aaron, did you go deluxe complete, or do you only have a couple I, of them? I did. Okay, so you and TJ can uh, can take over most of the next chunk of this. Uh, I want to I want to get to it. Am I right? Should should I just grab Hoist next time I see him? Is, is he amazing? Because he looks cool. I'm gonna say I mean, yeah. Like I like all the deluxes out of this wave, and for all different reasons. Yeah, um, like they're all decent figures. Like all of them have their own strengths, weaknesses. Honestly, I honestly I put Hoist as the weakest in the wave. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, I can I, I can definitely see that. I do understand like Ironworks is like kind of the soft hit as far as like being like I think we talked about him at some point. Like he's just packed. Yeah, we talked about him during Toy Fair stuff. Like he's mm-hmm. he's just jam packed with stuff well beyond like what the uh you know the, the weaponizers had in Siege. But uh, what, so what, like what's what's Hoy's story? Because uh, admittedly, part of what attracts me to him is that he's very tall, uh, and that seems really neat in modern Transformers. Uh, it makes you feel like you're getting. You know, it makes me feel like, oh, I'm getting a deal here. He's he's top to bottom in that tray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I found him with Cliff Jumper, so that, that also was. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get your Marvel Legends wave, and it has you know Hulk and Wasp. Yeah, here's Puck yeah. from Alpha Flight. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, tell me about tell me about Hoist. I mean. Hoist, Hoist does a lot. Uh, Hoist has a lot going for him. Like, like in robot mode, like he's he hits the hoist mark spot on. Uh, I do like the range of articulation that he has. He has, he has, the, he does that weird elbow trick where it looks like he, it, like normal arms, but his elbows are sculpted to go to like a hundred and thirty six to hundred thirty five degrees. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like I like it when they can fit that in. That's uh, mm-hmm. definitely a wheeljack issue to take. Is like not to throw another one on the one I keep saying I really like, but you know his his elbows are a little bit high and they're only ninety, and like boy are they just a little bit high. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like the the weirdness on him in the robot mode is those big flaps that are stuck to his shoulders mm-hmm. because it's not there's no way of getting those out of the way. They are not independent in any way, shape, or form. So if you raise his arm forward, those flaps move forward with it. If you move his arm outward, the flaps remains pointing forward. Yeah. So you get it gets really awkward sometimes when you're trying to pose him. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, I've, I've noticed that in all of the photography of him, which is also definitely a reason why I I picked Wheeljack over him as far as like grabbing just one deluxe because I was like I I can't not see those flaps and I don't want to. That's if I was picking up two, I'd probably have grabbed him, but I'm like I don't want to think about them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for me, the the couple of downers with him is like so it's neat that his gun goes down over his hand. Like, it's a hand replacement thing, like all the G1 guys had. 
Yeah. Except for he has like another handle and a quarter's worth of handle that goes all the way through the hand. So it's not like it has a tiny little handle inside and just goes boop. So you have to do a whole lot more work like lining it up and pushing it through. And then sometimes removing it, you have to like really like line up and push against it in order to get it to come out of his hand. Oh, like it's just yeah. not it's not moving because, because he's way choked up on that baseball bat. You know. Yeah, cuz they wanted it they wanted that handle to be long enough so you could still peg it into like the side of his vehicle mode. Right. Mm. But it'd be like there 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 could they could have had a a spot with all of the other places to have it where they had just like a nub sticking out that could have been part of yeah. the sculpt to be the spot that that lives. Yeah. And I feel like because because they wanted to solve that by making the handle so long, the the weapon itself is about I don't know like a third bigger than it needs to be. Yeah. Mm. Um, my I, only I other what you mean. Uh, thing is like it's neat that he has like the airlock thing on his um, wrecker hook deal or his wrecker scoop thing. And he has just a tiny bit of catch so that you can, like, get it underneath the wheel jack's front bumper or cliff jumper's front bumper like he's towing him. But I don't think that it needs to have that airlock thing because it's not like he can... It's not like he has a base mode or something that goes along with the... I'm making a big setup with this. Yeah. At at best, it's like, oh, he hooked into something and is trying to pull it maybe i don't know i I guess my question would be like is it taking a wave in any way by being there or is it like a way i like i don't know if they're gonna have a thing there that's like lumpy enough to get a couple wheels to latch onto like yeah i i i I feel like it could potentially have been better served like if it wants to be a tow thing have something that is better towards that versus just the two tiny little bumps on it. Yeah. And mm. I, I feel I, like I, the airlock with that big round on it and the wheel, like it has a little, excuse me, dolly wheel like underneath it that like, it seems like they were trying to do like, it's the classic. They're trying to do too much with it at once. Yeah. I don't think it like takes away from him in any way to have it in there because it's it's just a lump of plastic and amongst all this stuff that's supposed to be towing equipment. Yeah, yeah, like, that's kind of how I, I, I feel. It, it's not it's yeah, not I, terribly additive. Yeah, I feel like down the line when more figures just have little attachments like that, it might be a little bit more effective. Like right now, your real only option is like build ironworks into something that looks like it could be towed around. That's the main yeah. thing I've seen. It's it's that or like the Toy Fair display where they're like, you know, or the Toy Fair style display where they're like, here's Hoist just attached to a city mode character. And it's like, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. Re- recharging or something. <laughs> yeah. Tow- towing a bunch of sound barriers face down on the ground. I mean, that's the, didn't they have that at a Toy Fair when they first revealed the stuff or oh, at a maybe. show? There was like a million sound barriers, and it seemed so exciting because we all assumed sound barrier would just work with the Titans guys. 
Yeah. Uh, which is the thing that's I haven't even tested any of that because I'm just like I don't want to drag everything out to do it. I'm just taking people's word for it. But like this whole ridiculous thing where they came up with the airlock system that is precisely just slightly different than the existing ramps. Yeah, that have been I'll, I'll need to go. Yeah. I'll need to go poke at Omega some. Oh, it's nuts to me. Like I, I see how it can happen, but like boy, howdy, <laughs> like what a buzzkill. Um. For something that, like, 25% of the adult fans probably care about. But I'm one of those 25%. Uh, all right. Well, that sounds like, you know, it sounds like, like you said, like, it seems Hoist does have enough uh, stuff going against him that would bump him to the bottom of our list. Because uh, mm-hmm. I want to talk about Cliff Jumper because I, I only saw him briefly. I, I muled one and I didn't actually mess with him. Um, but I've seen a lot of photos of him. And it seems to me, like, aside from the whole parts forming bit, he seems super solid, and it seems like he actually transforms a bunch, even though the one piece comes off and goes back on. And oh, he transforms a ton. Yeah, he looks really cool. Like, I'm kind of hyped for him. I, I'd almost say he's, like, my sleeper best. All right. Out of, out of the wave. Because he, as a car, he transforms, I think, pretty novelly in comparison to how most other cars we get end up transforming. Yeah. Um, Because he kind of does a backwards explosion. Um, And then, yeah, his backpack, the, the, like, back of the car comes off and then kind of goes back in place is a a thing I'm just like, yeah, okay, sure. Because it also kind of can be armor. Yeah. Like a a riot shield type thing to go along with his, his goddamn bazooka. I just feel like, I think we said this last time too, but I feel like the thing he does that RC doesn't seem to be doing is he transforms a whole bunch despite the mm-hmm. piece coming off. Yes. Um, and yeah, that bazooka is really nice. Like also, like he just, the red on him with the silver in the package, like in person, uh, I felt he was very visually poppy. Like he really caught my yes. eye. Mm-hmm. That's, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and combined with the way that, like, to me, it was like he was a solid, uh, real good until it was like sitting there and playing with the fact that like, oh, the tripod parts that kind of become spoiler parts if you put it on his back become skis and the back part of the gun becomes like a drive shaft protector thing. And then the guns like end up pegging into the side to be just guns underneath this skiing car um, that. You know, already he comes with this huge bazooka thing, which is a fun gimmicky thing to yeah. come with mm-hmm. Cliff Jumper because that's it's a bit of who he is. But I mean, then it also it's does it's other the, things. It's the gun that fired the first shot in the war on Earth. Like, yeah, I keep forgetting he's the one who boy Cliff Jumper. It's his fault. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's the one who kicked it off. What a monster! <laughs> I'm glad he got cut in it. Whoa, what? <laughs> no wonder he never gets toys. Yeah, jeez. Uh, TJ, are you are you kind of in line here with with how Aaron's feeling about Cliff Jumper? Are you digging him too? I, yeah, like he is a very solid figure on his own. If you you know just ignore like the whole uh, you're getting a very small toy for full price thing, which really every toy line like this does from time to time. I remember once upon a time, I remember buying Yoda same price as all the others. Yeah, and he's like he comes with a backpack and a stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, that backpack definitely makes up for 
everything else that he doesn't have. Yeah, it's just new for Transformer fans to experience, so I think that's the only reason why it's everyone gets fired up over that. Do you, do you think that uh, like all of his accessories and the way that they interact with them and stuff and the amount he transforms, like do you feel like if you ignore the height, do you feel like he's still doing enough to to on his own fill out a deluxe slot? I mean, it's a it's a tough call. Uh, for me, like it really does come down to like it does come down to the not not the part forming itself, but the fact that the part that comes off does nothing to convince me that it should come off. Yeah, it's like that's why I still want to mess one with the, them. Yeah, it's, it's one of those parts that's like we oh well, it's a shield. Okay, transform into a shield. Like, don't just be like yeah. the back end of a car. I could see if it had just a tiny bit of transformation to it, that could pop it some more, maybe. Yeah, like, like if it stretched or something, two panels that swing down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's. I mean, that's also a whole thing about RC's bit is, and hers actually transforms, which is almost more frustrating. But it's like don't just don't look like the chunk of the car that came off. Like look look like something else. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, like I would I would have no problem with the part forming if it looked like it was something that was intentionally done to add a little bit more to the toy, or at least took a, they take advantage of it to add more to the toy, not just this is a thing now and. Yeah. Start using your imagination. I mean that that's uh, even jump into another sector of of you know collecting in this niche. Like that's the whole thing I have about those those uh, those third party combiners that have kind of just like as a feature, the entire pelvis of the combiner is just a, a thing that you add to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Where I'm like, at least put little wheels on it or something. Like have little flip out treads so you can tell me it's like a little tank that supports them. Like, obviously, it's a pair of legs, but, like, and yes, I could just shuffle it around on the table and play pretend, but I'm like, but, you know, it's, it's now 2020, 2019, you know, 2010s earlier. It's like, let's, you know, use the modern engineering that we're all happy with, (laughs) you know, do something in the theme of of the entire (laughs) subgenre, have little wheels flip out. Yeah. yeah, I, I get, I get what you mean. Like, yeah, if it's a shield, it, or even if, it, do you think it would work if it, if it was a, like a buckler, if it folded up more compactly, like if you know, I mean, possibly because then you also have options like, oh, I could like add it to the cannon to make like a battering ram or mm, a big club yeah. or like, oh, well, this is just like a big like power punch accessory now. Like, again, like. An ele- just even a basic level of transformation or flip out or something would make it feel like like it is what you're telling me it is. Yeah. Because otherwise you're asking me, otherwise you're asking me to just imagine that you know, this thing that is obviously just the back end of a car is like some kind of tactical thing that Cliff Jumper completely intended to have. Yeah, and. And the the thing I what I mean when I when I say like you know in the theme of of the subgenre is like part of the theme of this is everything has a hinge on it somewhere to turn into something else and even if it's the the back half of a not even the back half but you know the back chunk of a car if there's a couple hinges so it like you know you fold in the two pieces sticking off the side so it just turns into a flat lump like that's still something as far as I'm concerned 
yeah. I, I guess to you know, I guess to the credit of RC's quote unquote hoverboard, like yeah, the the two wheels in the back folding in satisfies that to a degree. Uh, somehow it just annoys me more on that one, but um, okay, that that makes me feel like Cliff Jumper might be my number two. Uh, if I have to just grab one, if there's no like bogo sale, I, n- knowing you, I'd probably say Cliff Jumpers uh, of the other three, Cliffy Jade be your dog. All right, because because also if I get him, then I can do all kinds of great photos I can send to Ian Reed of HardReturn.net of him getting cut in half or getting bisected mm-hmm. or getting uh you know split in twain, uh getting uh getting turned into into two pieces, um all that just, good stuff. Just, Take it all the way apart. Just yep. you just got turned into mulch. Oh no no! It's always got to be two pieces. Uh, that's that's Cliff Jumper's two whole piles. Thing. Yeah, this this whole thing Cliff Jumper's known for is getting cut in half. That's like his whole shtick. Uh, Ian doesn't even listen to this. He'll never know that I talked about him unless one of you tells him, uh, dear listeners. Um, well then, uh, let's 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 chat a little bit. Ironworks. Ironworks is a modulator. It's the new weaponizer. He's a micromaster base. He's as you guys told me last time. He is just stuffed with stuff that moves and uh-huh. has has sculpting on sides, so it looks like things. Uh, mm-hmm. He sounds like like he would be my second if there was no cliff jumper. I think, but he he still sounds really freaking cool. And I've seen so many photos of him looking better as armor for deluxes. And, and leaders than, like, a lot of other figures. You know, like, the armor-up mode for him, like, it seems like, because there's more flappity bits, like, it, just, it looks less like a, a stripped-apart weaponizer. Uh, that or people just are taking better photos. I don't know. But he looks really cool to me. And the head sculpt is sick. That I, or the one I saw that in person, at least. The head sculpt looks sick. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like TJ, the the... Is he? Is he? Does he do it all? Is there something like this? Is he? Am I tricked or is he like? Is he pulling it all off? Is he pulling off the base? Does he split into pieces? Uh, I mean, I, I I do think he does a good job pulling everything together. Like the the base, like it's a scrunched little base mode, but you know, for a, for a one micromaster to roam, roam around on, it kind of works. You know, he has a tower mode, which would be fun to add to. You know, your your uh, Omega Supreme or various other MicroMaster combiners and bases that you do, uh, and yeah, like the fact that he just comes with like a shovel arm for no other reason than figure out what to do with the shovel arm. Yeah, you know, like I, you know, day one I figured out like a like a hovering uh, excavator mode for him that that I really liked. I've seen some excellent, like, trailer for a MicroMaster truck modes for him, too. Like, where he's the thing a MicroMaster is pulling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, and, yeah, like, all that flippity-outy stuff, the shovel arm thing just blew my mind when you told me about that. <laughs> uh, well, Aaron, how are you feeling about, uh, about like Iron I, Like I boy? said, the shovel arm thing really feels like there's some s- hidden second gimmick. In- yeah. In in these that it's yet to be like, oh by the way, um, build king, yeah, um, you know his 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 standard base mode is is definitely an an interesting take. I I don't know quite how I f- I feel on him being armor, like that he comes apart and does that well enough is okay. There's it just seems like there's 
Like it's like the weaponizers worked before, so this will work too. Versus, yeah, feeling feeling more like that's what the intent was. I feel like when I see him armored onto someone, the pieces look. I don't know how to put this in a different way. This, this is not a good way to put it, but like they look more believable to me. They look they look less like you know cogs arms as opposed to guns. Uh, so something very um in indistinct about the parts he okay. pulls apart into that that kind of works for turning into yeah. armor. Well, yeah, I mean, especially because like half of his like stability is the fact that it's like the back plate that's the that's also is the hip cradle, and then another plate that's over top of it. Like, there's other other things along the way that kind of make that work. That yeah, that hide those shapes some maybe. But yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here. I pulled up an image of the of the tower mode and I'm recreating it uh, to like have futz with it again. But again, it's like it's this weird bucket thing that I'm not sure what what the I, intent is. I think I think having a base ish you know, sort of thing instead of a vehicle mode as its as its main core also makes me a little more excited to start putting multiples together of like other modulators. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, and, and that might be really again where like as its own thing in this line by itself, it kind of falls flat. But when you have two or three of these things, same thing with I mean the way that the MicroMaster bases were, or even like the old Micro Machine style, yeah. you know, pocket city in a pocket things. Well, where... even even just looking at weaponizers, like when I would take you know a bunch of the weaponizers and try to just smack them together into a big vehicle, it, it felt like at times it worked and a lot of times, but I was, very, it would work, but I was really focused on like, does this actually look like a vehicle whatsoever? Even for me, you're talking okay with Yang on my boy eighteen gun a little bit, just a touch, because uh, I feel like when it doesn't have to fly around, when it's just like, no, this is a base of operations. It feels less like I have to worry about where things are. If that makes any sense? Uh, Look, I saw another six gun at Walmart. I'm I'm still thinking about. It. I can still make twenty four gun happen. We're, no one wants you to not make twenty four gun. <laughs> We're all completely. We want you to hoard them up like good old fashioned Viacon days. We're, I'm not trying to talk you out of any of this. <laughs> uh, I I am noticing now as I was trying to build the tower mode, I had massive overpaint on the uh, inside of the wrist. Uh, hole. You don't want that extra value? All that extra paint? <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a very thick. Like it, it makes it a very cool look to it, where it's not just uh, like a flat yellow fill paint. It's almost like a closer towards like an enamel mm. type of paint, not just the normal like, um, like a. a what was on Wheeljack? You said the word, and it's just Tampo left my brain. Graph? Tampo, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, this is actual like painted on, uh, in in a thick layer to the point where it is not wanting to go in still. And I was uh, waiting for this. Okay, I heard the clunk. I was waiting for that sickening peeling crack. Yeah. Uh, I was. Always... I was. I was on the edge of it, but those are fun to catch on Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the deluxes in general seem like, you know, any, any weakness is, is like there, but you know, I, I guess 
you know, it's weird. In a way, like, Wheeljack, I still like a whole lot. I still think he's probably my fave of them at, from afar. Uh, he's the favorite of the ones you have so far? Well, I mean, I looked at the other ones in their boxes, and they look nice. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he. I guess he seems like him and Hoist are the most troubled. Although Wheel, Wheeljack's transformation is just so tight. Uh, I don't know, I still like it. But now I'm hype about uh, about those other three. Hoist, I'll definitely try to grab on sale to feel like I'm getting max value because he's so tall. And if I get him for cheaper, then I'm winning. Uh, any other deluxe thoughts, or should we hit hit up those uh, Voyagers? Um, actually, before uh, we hit up the Voyagers, I, I, oh yeah, I was gonna say I got none of the Voyagers, so uh, I got one. So we we still got some some uh, BNF, some back and forth. Uh, before we hit those Voyagers, I want to ask you guys. Did you immediately notice the tech spec readers, or did you almost throw out half the tech spec readers? I immediately noticed them. Yeah, uh, I noticed them and still threw them out. I noticed one, and then I wondered why the other one didn't come with one. And then (laughs) I found that the other ones was stuck in another different angle in the tray. And I was like, oh, you really hid that one from where I was looking. All right. (laughs) Uh so yeah, and I've also talked to at least one person who said it's weird how you can't read easily all the code things. And I was like, "There's a tech spec reader," and their reaction told me that they didn't know there was, and they'd already thrown it out. <laughs> so I was like, "Don't worry about it." There's one. There's like one or two in every single one, so you'll be fine. Um, do you guys? Are you guys digging that? I kind of like it. It's kind of a neat gimmick. Like slice up this piece of cardboard, build a map. You can see pseudo hidden messages on it if you don't want to squint. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. I, I think it's neat. Um, I I definitely props to, I saw one or two people that were very early on like, man, I just need the one that's in the back of Smash Shot. If you got the one that's in the back of Smash okay, that really doesn't fit anything else together. Shoot. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It just like, kind of oh, sits wait. off by itself. Thanks. It's like wave one is not like just all a bunch of sequential map pieces building outwards. They're very much like, no, buy everything. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that it makes me feel like I'm getting a better deal eventually getting Astro Train from Earthrise rather than Siege? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sieged on my Astro Train, so. <laughs> I'm like, hey, if I get the Earthrise one, I'm a step ahead on building my map. Uh, all right, well, let's, uh, TJ, I, if you got both Voyagers, I only got one. Uh, let's talk about the one I don't have. And it, I only wanted mm-hmm. one. It was a weird choice to make, and I thought I was going to make a different decision. I ended up not picking up Grapple. Although he does look okay. pretty good. I mean, yeah. Grapple is a very nice, solid figure. Yeah. And it's what you want out of a Grapple update. Um, Like, I do like the improvements that they made. Like, the vehicle mode definitely looks a lot more solid, thanks to the fact that it's, you know, they actually did a little bit with the arms. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's a lot more flush and even in the vehicle mode. Uh, I do like how much, uh, the, the crane arm actually works and extends and you get the, the claw adaption adapter. If you want to go, I don't know, uh, fishing for bot bots or something like it's a crane game. Yeah. So, um, and the robot mode's fine. Like it's the right proportions. The articulation's really good. And I, I it was weird. Like. When I was first playing with the toy, I was like, I was I was disappointed because he didn't have like that little like gun hand, and oh, yeah. then like 
I, I looked it up and said, like, well, it's not listed, but the toy does come with a gun hand. Like, where? Like, like, like there's nothing in the package. It's just, like, there's the claw accessory and his gun, and then it's, like, there's nothing in the bubble. There's no, like, spot for the accessory in the bubble. And then I started looking around on the toy. It's buried in his arm. It's buried in his, like, uh, crane arm. Yeah, it's like it's like just nestled in there. Is when it, I, yeah, like it completely missed it. I thought it was a detail at first. I think I might have seen the conversation. I forgot it was, if it was you or someone else where they were like, "I can't find it," and someone went like, "Open the crane," and then they're like, "Oh," because <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I, I got the impression that he's like like you're describing. He does everything that he's supposed to and i think that's why i ended up figuring i'll just wait on him because he's i i know that he'll probably be really good uh yeah like he's a really solid figure he does everything he needs to do articulation's good there's just nothing to surprise you whatsoever yeah like it is a very straight up this is how the toy's supposed to transform and that's it and like there's nothing really like extremely clever or like really like oh well we're turning him like inside out and like or like cliff jumper does where it's like oh we're flipping the directions of both of his uh upper and lower torsos just to just because we can yeah yeah it's a very it's a very bare bones transformation yeah, that, the, um, the, the people who got both, it, it seemed like that was a lot of the consensus I saw was like, there's nothing wrong with him. It's just there's there's nothing that makes you go like, I can't believe they did it. Finally, it's it's just like, no, they did the thing, yeah. uh, which I'm into. I'm into. I, mm-hmm. I will say there is one QC issue that seems to be universal. I was going to say there's which... there's a heads up on him if anyone hasn't got him, which is the uh, the highly breakable, not critical, but annoying to break pegs, as I understand it. Yeah, well, no, I would say those pegs are critical. Because my understanding is they're critical to locking everything together, but if they're gone, it doesn't fall apart, is what I was hearing. I mean, that vehicle mode pretty much, like, the, the whole thing holding that vehicle mode together are those two pegs. Ooh, okay. Because I, I saw yeah. that you gotta uh, file a bit off, or wi- basically, like, widen the hole, or file the thickness down, or, or make them not yeah. as tight, is what I saw. Yeah, and one of the reasons the pegs break is because a little bit of it is hollowed out, so yeah. I would recommend widening the hole. <laughs> yeah, oh, I had this conversation uh, okay. at, at TCG Night about this, because, yeah, also, widening the hole is a lot easier. You just get an exacto, put it in the hole, and twist it. And you've pretty much you've shaved a part of that all sounded horrible out of context, but you shave off some of the inside of the hole uh, and then like you can you can refill the hole to a certain degree, whereas especially if that pegs partly hollow, there's a lot more critical wrong stuff that can happen uh, trying mm-hmm. to, to thin that thing out. Um, I need to remember that whenever I do get him, because so many people have said it. I'd be like, oh, I know, I know the grapple thing, but like, I know it's in that that part of my brain where it'll really easily just like cease to exist the moment I pick him up, because I've heard so yeah. many people say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'll go on Twitter and go like, Did anyone's grapples pegs break? Because uh, I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> uh, there is one thing about him that I did not realize when I first started playing with him and when i reviewed him is that inside the claw there is like an open hinge it looks like a c-clip but it's super wide and i couldn't figure out what that was it is for connecting to air system oh yeah (laughs) so you can actually connect 
you can actually fish up sound barrier or start linking things together and just haul things up. So yeah, between him and Hoist, I guess you could say they could like drag a you know a little modulator town around. Like it wouldn't look. See, smooth. this is this, <laughs> yeah. This is this is where I like I'm hesitant to judge the function based on one wave because it definitely feels like more is going to come out that kind of works with this. And, and I wonder if we're just like the thing I'm thinking that'll really crack that code is if there's one figure who has a uh, um and uh, you know that system some piece of sculpting on the, that interacts with that system but it's like on the end of their fist or something like that instead. Or like mm-hmm. they can just like look like they're getting dragged or pulled out of something. Uh with with that it would be like, you know, a rescue hook kind of thing. Uh right. Yeah, fingers crossed cuz I, I am kind of expecting that the, the thrush of the system will be we made three guys who turn into ramps and everyone can hook into Scorponok. And I'm fine with that, but I do hope it ends up blossoming a bit more uh, uh, interestingly. Uh, you know who blossomed, though? In my opinion, friggin' Starscream. Given how much I was pooping on this thing for just being 06 Starscream, uh, it was uh, when XV... Um, over at formerly T-Formers, now of uh, RFC, I believe, if I got all that correct. I might have gotten some of that wrong. You know, you all know XV. Uh, his uh, thoughts on the Earthrise Wave 1 uh, involved saying a lot of nice stuff about Starscream, and I believe he was less into it than I was. So that made me decide, like, well, I gotta, if I'm picking up a Voyager, it's gonna be that Starscream. And yeah... Uh, this toy is about 10 times better in hand than I was expecting. He's not doing anything really different than I was expecting. He's just, how do you put this? He's beefier. Uh, his, his joints all feel really nice. He's got a good range of emotion on the ball joint on his neck. Uh, the transformation even is kind of annoying when you have to like pull the chest open the way that all those red painted pieces hook together. Yeah. It's like really just, it's not even like I'm scared. I'm just like annoyed. I'm like, why do you, (laughs) why are you all just jamming your angles like this and being painted? Like it's already going to just chipped already. I'm like, that's fine. I can tell day one, like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. But uh, something about him, like the the jet mode, looks amazing in person, and the robot mode in person looks a lot less like 06 Starscream. And I'm not even missing the waist joint due to all the range on the other joints. But looking at how the toy works, I'm also sitting there like, I get how you ran out of space for a waist joint, but I don't think this design inherently is unable to have a waist joint. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's there's a lot of solid plastic in that midsection where I feel like they could have cut something in order to actually make that waist work, or or get make his pelvis be a bit longer to accommodate a swivel. And I'm like, that wouldn't have messed with his proportions a ton, I don't think, because yeah. that midsection is the if it has one vestige of O6 Starscream, the the mid the mid mass is still kind of just a a blob, uh, with limbs coming out of it, uh. And for all these nice things I'm saying, I am going to say the nose cone hanging off of his back, uh, it hides away better. It doesn't get in the way. It looks sloppy as hell whenever you see it. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's supposed to transform more. Um, so I, I don't like that bit. But no, he really impressed me. Like I, I didn't think I was going to feel so warm about this figure, given that I spent like half a year talking about how dumb I thought it looked uh, off and on. Um <laughs> 
and, and you know they they pull it off like the transformation it is very identical in some respects i i do really like how they did the legs on this guy uh I, yeah like a lot of it is just like it is the same it is the same or very at least a very similar transformation but they did modernize a lot of it to go with like current standards where like you yeah. don't have like that hard leg slide for you have like the extra hinges to fold it up yeah, and like the way that the the torso transforms, conceptually it's very much the same, but like the arms transform different and better. The the switch on the uh the nose cone, I I feel like it's just a bit cleaner what it's doing. Like it's doing the mm-hmm. this very similar thing but with less jank. Uh so yeah, I I I like this figure. Like I I got, I got him and I was like, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to buying a few more of these in different colors. Yeah, like it I can remember back when 06 Starscream came out, a lot of people were like, this is a nice toy. I wish it was bigger. Well, I hope I hope you waited 14 years. Yeah. Because, uh, like, he feels really nice at that size. Yeah. Like, he's just, it's weird how to put it. Like, it's the lower legs that really say it to me, like, to my hands, to my fingertips. It's that all those different pieces in the lower legs, the way they all fold up into just, like, you know, a chunk that forms a humanoid um, chin and foot and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm way into him, and that's why I picked him up over Grapple. Is like I was like Grapple, I know is probably fine. This guy though, I want to know why he's better than I think he is, and I knew I felt yeah. it was worth it. I felt it was way worth it. I mean, there's I think there's almost something like knowing the O six mold like as intimately as we do, given the million repaints it got. I feel like there is something inherently more interesting about that Starscream, not only because, you know, uh, Grapple is such a, yeah, it just does what it needs to do kind of Transformer, but also, like, just the curiosity of just, like, how different is it? Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and I know there's going to be folks who just can't get, like, or it won't do anything that doesn't just... satisfy your um assumption that it, like it's just a bigger 06 star scream but like i gotta say for me and it sounds like for you yeah there's there's something there's a whole bunch of little things that are really hard to put into words that like make it feel just different and better the mm-hmm. the way the tail fins fold up even yeah i mean, I mean there's there's obvious reasons why it's better oh like, yeah that <laughs> like i i i appreciate i appreciate things like his wings folding back so you can like have a better range for his arms. I appreciate having like the classic null rays rather than the massive missile launchers. Yeah, I forgot about the size of those things. Yeah, uh, yeah, his the arms that stuck onto his arms. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also obviously he has bicep swivels and ankle tilts. And on mm-hmm. the O six seeker, the more articulation you can get, the harder it is to feel restricted by the lack of a waist joint. Like he's got. Like, he's got enough joints where you can make it look like he's got a waist joint just by posing his arms and legs a whole bunch. Uh, which, to me, is what I want when you can't fit a waist joint onto something. Um, and and he because of the, the hinged heel piece, you can get him into a bit of a pelvis forward, uh, you know, hero's S-curve posture. Like, there, there's a lot of good stuff going on. I don't even notice the lack of a wrist swivel and the transformation joint the hand is on to like hinge upward makes it look like he has a bit more elbow articulation than he does and he already goes just a bit past 90 uh 
So yeah, I I really I, I it feels very rote to say, but I'm like I was the last person who felt like they were gonna say this highly G1, highly O six Starscream in twenty twenty is incredibly exciting and fun to me. <laughs> uh the jet mode I mean, I always... too are good, good. I was going to say, like, I always said, like, the benefit of the 06 Starscream is that the transformation is kind of fun, so I don't mind having a bunch of repaints of it. And I feel like it's kind of true of this one, too. Yeah, they, they took it and then they made it more fun. Uh, the only half step back they took was those, you know, those weird teeth that lock together with the red painted bits on the top. And if you mm-hmm. just get over that, if you kind of just accept, like, you can't save that paint. Uh, and you just have to kind of squish the plastic until they separate. Then it's like everything else is gravy. Um, the head sculpt is also awesome. It's, I think one of the best star screams we've got. And I think star screams are really easy head sculpt to get wrong. Uh, like his face is a little bit small, but not too small. So he, he rides that line between the Diaclone toy and the, uh, you know, the cartoon without like having a giant forehead or a tiny face. Right. Um and and the like the being able to tilt the head on that ball joint is huge to me too, uh, and 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 I was gonna say the jet mode it's it's really weird but like the jet mode feels enormously different from the O six jet mode to me. Uh, I think the O six jet mode its size and the way the legs do just kind of shunk up makes it feel like it's a squished robot with a hollow chest. Um, something about this one. It feels bigger and more solid the same way I was describing his legs. You know, aside, like, obviously he's a Voyager, so he's bigger inherently. But there's something about the jet mode that just feels incredible once you have it and you swoosh it around. It's like, this is big. Like, this is a big old <laughs> jet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a satisfying size. Like, it, it's... It's something left over from childhood where, like, playing with toy planes is like, that's the size that I wanted to be. Yeah, and it's it's the one thing that was missing for sure from the Siege Tetra Jet. It was like it I like that toy, but it it gets smaller when he transforms. Uh yeah. this this one kind of gets bigger thanks to the nose cone and the wings. Uh and it's yeah, it's fun to swish around. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, I'm I'm glad we're on the same page about Starscream because I was I was all set to kind of stick up for Starscream. <laughs> uh oh, no, no, no. I'm on, I'm on board. I'm with you there. And you can even do the dumb thing from 06 where you can transform the nose cone, you know, back up over his face and just have like a a really weird gobot, you know, with like the front of the cockpit window as his face and a giant cone sticking off the top of his head. Uh this that's not how the cone heads will work for this. I can almost if they, if it is then we got some I got some stuff to talk about with, <laughs> with somebody of like, "Okay, listen, I said all these nice things." <laughs> Uh, but no, there's there's clearly room. I would say more room than on the 06 toy for a cone head to work with this design. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm also looking forward to those. Like, even the wings, you can just hinge them back down and then hinge them back. Uh, and if they're sculpted, like, slightly differently so they don't interfere quite as much with the arms. And, like, or, yeah, you'd have to have the hinge the other way around, basically. Uh, and since the, since the cone heads all have different looking wings than uh, the Seekers... I feel it's just going to inherently work out. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how those turn out, uh, especially given that all three cone heads, if you, if you turn the box sideways, we're on that Skylinks artwork. So I got a feeling we're seeing all three of them. Hey, there's rumored, there's rumors for two different seeker two packs out there. All right. Well, <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. I was like sitting there going like I wonder if we're only gonna get Starscream and the Coneheads, and it's like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna siege this of up. Of course not. If Siege was able to have what was it, like seven or eight of them? Uh mm-hmm. if, if I think if we're including I Hot mean, Link. <laughs> well, here's the thing, like they did they did the they did the three classic ones, of course, then they did the Rainmakers, and then they just made one up. Well R- Red Wing was in a place before he he showed up at Target. He was in a thing. I forgot what it was. I think it might have been TFCC. It was one of those things where like they colored a character wrong, so they had to like quick last minute like they, no no give him come up with a name. Yeah, uh, I like Detroit hockey. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Done. Hold on, he has wings, and one of his colors is red. All right, calm down. Okay, calm. we don't need these wild conspiracy <laughs> theories <laughs> flying all over this podcast. Uh, he was the seventh one, so Hot Link is number eight on the Tetrajet. Um, Aaron, are you sufficiently hyped for uh, for Starscream? Uh, I'm looking forward to him. I was initially in the eh, batch, but uh, I think I've worked my way forward. Yeah, significantly. He, he does. He he does a lot of work to. It's like the toy was made knowing a whole bunch of us would go. Oh. Like when they showed him for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's the Voyagers. So let's let's get to them leaders. Did either of you buy? Okay, Aaron, you have Siege Astro Train, so yours doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> DJ, did you do Siege or Earthrise or any Astro Train? Uh, yeah, I did standard Siege Astro Train. Damn it! I almost picked up Earthrise Astro Train at EB. I decided not to. I was going to wait for a deeper discount. I could have been the unique one to be like, well, the Earthrise version. Because uh, I looked at him. He does look nice. He clearly is just the Siege toy right down to having all the scrapey paint. So there's there's no mm-hmm. difference. Kind of That scrapey paint looks really junky on him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, sometimes it works, but he's one of those ones where I'm like, I all I see is a bunch of silver on very specific parts of his, his legs. Yeah. And like, that's it. <laughs> Um, but did we, yeah. did we ever talk about Astro Train on here from Siege? I feel like we did. I don't did. think so. Oh, if we didn't. I can't even remember. I think that's one of the ones that was on my list, and then we just kind of put it off so long, I felt it wasn't new enough anymore. Well, how, do you, how do you guys feel about him? Because I, I, I do like how he looks. I feel like he's maybe the weakest of the Siege leader styles, as far as, like, his extra chunk is just a box of guns, and there's nothing wrong with that. But. Yeah, so my biggest ish issue, some air, some air quotes on on the word issue. Um, I wish that for his shuttle mode, the the part that flips over for his like train mode and yeah. robot chest. I wish that there was a gap filler for that. I saw somebody that like three D printed up like a three piece thing to fill in that gap. Oh, I think I saw that. So yeah. so much better. Yeah, have, if only he that. had like if only he had like a hollow box that could have turned into something to help with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, even <laughs> something to go in that hollow box when he's a train and doesn't need it. Just some little like fold over. It's 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 again back to that little. It's like a little buckler, a little bit of shoulder armor type yeah. thing yeah. instead of the weird trapezoidal missile pod. Deal. I remember seeing that like really obvious chunk of the robot on the back of that thing and then the caboose box and going like, look, as someone who is ready to defend the caboose box, y'all, that caboose box, I can't not see 
that plastic being on the shuttle mode <laughs> yeah. in some other timeline. And then my biggest issue with the caboose box is I very much have one where I, I need to find the post in the thread that is very specifically like come in and, and file down this part and this part um, because when turned into a platform or like launch pad, the, the ends stand up, stand very proud. Uh, like, okay. like I can get it to be flat, but by itself, it probably sits at like a 10 degree, 15 degree angle for the eh. front and back. And that's just, that's, that to me feels unacceptable. When, like, you're, al- when you're already like kind of glaring at it, right? Then like everything that it does wrong is going to feel worse. Yeah. And it, it's a thing that feels like I get that there's manufacturing slop in some things like this. And you've got two or three different material types, but man, I really feel like that's one that should have been engineered more towards the compliant end than a tight end. You know, yeah. there there should have been more slop in both of these these hinges so that it just works flattened out. Like if it's a little bit fat or there's some dirt in it, it fits better. The, the first couple ones that I saw when I first got it were damn near to, like, let's shave down to the pin. And I don't think it needs to go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely needs trimmed back some. Which, which again, is kind of disappointing. I like the idea of the the caboose for train mode kind of turns into a, a, like, a launch frame for the shuttle mode. Yeah, that's the part that I'll still stick up for, is I think that that interaction is really cool. Uh, I just, yeah, I wish that, I wish it could have helped the shovel mode. I wish that the, you know, when it's open and it's it's it interact with the robot, I wish it was doing a bit more. I like that you can make it into shoes, only because I like the shoes as a way to, like, you know, troll people who are not into how short he is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no, look, I put shoes on. Look, he's way taller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... I, I think for for being an astro train, the way that he pulls off the the astro to train parts is pretty is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the the smokestack hiding well inside of the the tr- the shuttle mode parts, um, just some of those little things that kind of feel like tricks that we've not seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, as far as I can tell, he seems like he's a, you know, at at a glance from afar, it looked like as a transformer in a vacuum, he was fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I I do want to pick him up sometime. I'm glad he's in Earthrise. I'm also glad he's Wave One, and I'm glad he's the Wave One leader that people probably don't want because it means that there's zero rush for me to pick him up. <laughs> he's yeah. going to be everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, TJ, any other uh, AstroTrain thoughts you want to add to the the topic? Uh, not especially. Like it pretty much just all echoes. Like I, I like I already did my complaint about what the box should be doing instead of just turning into what is essentially like. I I feel like his caboose basically boils down to like when you break down a box to like break dance on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much what it's pretty much all it is. Like I really wish it did more than that because like, it's just you've got six panels here, and like 
surely you've got something better than that. I, I also kind of wish it did something backpack-wise in a cool way, like not... The, oh, it does. Yeah, it just but, but like, it just, it just hangs out. In a cool way. <laughs> like, and I then you it, have to figure out what to do with three left guns. Like, if it could, like, feasibly turn into a nice-looking cape, or like a, a poncho, you know, or, or like boring thing, wings, I guess, like... See, the trick would have been if, like, you attach that on there and then flipping all the panels around points all the guns that it stores forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of that full arm shooting type stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, but that poor caboose. Because that caboose has now become the poster child for why people also are like, and Shockwave and Ultra Magnus and all, and all this is no good. And I'm like, look, the caboose also just sucks at what it does. Like I, I don't don't compare the caboose to Shockwave's beautiful pal that looks like his head. Like Shockwave was, I will always stand up for that Shockwave. That was a good package. Uh, the LR Gamma Disruptor launchers that come with Shockwave are are excellent. That's a little Aaron. Did you catch that one? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. That was for the TCG. Uh, then let's talk about the the big leader toy, uh, Optimus Prime, who I also picked up. Uh, Aaron, did you pick him up? Nope, I have not seen Voyagers or Leaders yet here in Indiana. Woof, I keep forgetting that they are on a weird stagger rollout still. Mm-hmm. Um, well, TJ, uh, I read a really cool Twitter thread, and that Optimus shares a lot more parts with Siege Optimus than I thought after opening him up, because I like that toy, uh, but boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in just simply playing with him, like, if you turn your brain off and you just play with the toy and transform it, Nothing feels like Siege Optimus. Yeah, not not even the big giveaway. The big giveaway being the insides of the lower legs. Uh-huh. Uh, you'll see them. You'll be like, I wonder why those are pinned in multiple places. I must be doing something wrong. Oh, well. Yeah. Like, you don't feel like, oh, it's all the clearly. I didn't feel it anyway. I know people have said they did. Some of them, I kind of question whether, like, they read it and then said they felt like it. Uh, I mean, I mean, for, for the the part that gets me. The part that got me was transforming and looking over his robot mode and going, why is there an extra trailer hitch just kind of sticking out the side of it? I didn't notice that at all because I, I, I knew to flip over those blue panels uh, from Siege Optimus. I remembered that step. And on this one, that's actually quite critical because they have tab interaction. And I was mm-hmm. so fixated on that. I didn't even notice that extra side hanging trailer hitch. I was like, whatever. Whatever, that's just Greeble. And then when I saw it pointed out, I was like, oh yeah, that's the Siege trailer hitch. <laughs> it's just <laughs> chilling out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, here's one thing I didn't realize. I'm just, I opened up that Twitter thread again. This is uh, DriveR with three A's. Chris Carter on Twitter is the one who posted this. Uh, the head is this is identical. Oh yeah. It's the same head sculpt. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It's not a different mold, though. It's a different mold. Because on the original toy, it's all one color of plastic. On this one, the back half is painted because yeah. it's on a different sprue. Yeah, and, and it, it that oh, that plus the way the eyes are delivered, like, I just thought, I was like, well, I guess it's a very Siege-style resculpt. I was like, no, it's literally the same. The, what else? The the bicep is, is a slight retool from the Siege mold. Uh, the legs are identical I mean, aside from the filler hunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, oh, what else is there? There's a side panel on the truck mode that's the same. (laughs) They found out, someone, I don't know how you even noticed these kinds of things, the wheels are taken from a completely different toy. It's 
Yeah. It's not even from an Optimus. They're, well, no, they're, um, uh, what is it? The the wheels are from, they're from an Optimus, but they're from Studio Series Bumblebee Optimus. Oh, right. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, which, okay, I had just messed with that toy, and when I got this one, I was like, these wheels seem from, oh, I guess that's just the style of wheels they're doing for Optimus. It's like, no, no, those are his <laughs> wheels. I'm like, you what? <laughs> I guess those wheels were really good because I, I mean I thought those wheels were fine, so I, I guess mm-hmm. they're they are fine. <laughs> I mean I'm assuming I'm assuming because like because that head is now like from two different sprues rather than one like the original toy that they're just at this point going you know what it's gonna look the same anyway whether you sculpt a new one or not just copy paste it from the old cad yeah and, and I, I don't yeah. want to be the defense squad necessarily for that kind of thing on mass but when the theme of earthrise is this is everyone from siege showing up on earth in that context i'm super okay with it like how much these are are similar because i'm like i mean it's supposed to be him a few years later like reformatted for earth it kind of works how similar that you know they are in in appearance mm-hmm. uh but uh, all that said like in case you haven't picked up this toy yet let's make it clear from the knees up the toy is completely unique as far as its oh, function yeah. like yeah uh the in fact like the, we're going good like the first thing i said here was if you just play with a toy it does not feel anything like siege optimus yeah and even though he shares the legs all the legs do on the earthrise one is slapped together and that's it. So the whole side panel transformation thing is missing on this one. Hmm. Uh, the whole wheel flip is missing on this one, which which means people have asked, can I just swap in the lower legs from the Siege toy? And it's kind of like, no. Because <laughs> all the stuff that <laughs> folds out from those doesn't interact with anything on the Earthrise, like, you know, toy from the knees up. Because the thighs are new and they have fold out uh, canisters. Uh, to to have you know those those silver cylinders on the sides of the vehicle mode, so there's there's nowhere for the blue flap stuff to go. Uh, it, yeah. it doesn't interact. It has no tabs. Nothing. And and everything from the waist up. Holy crap! People said this this transformation when they saw the video months ago was cool. I didn't watch it. I was just like, we'll just see. Uh, that the the torso transformation's freaking cool. Yeah, <laughs> like that's some kind of weird black magic where all those panels go and none of them show whatsoever in robot mode and that and while all that's happening there's also for visual quality layered panels like his mm-hmm. you know his peck plates his front windows slash peck plates have a silver painted gray panel with sculpting on the other side underneath them so that the the windows just look clear and the cartoon like, but when you open them, there is a fully painted matrix of leadership inside a yeah. metallic hmm. matrix chamber. Yeah, uh, like you're doing all this panel folding and everything coming in and compacting into his chest in this absolutely perfect way, and you're doing it all while not disturbing this big chunk with this removable matrix included. And and I'm going to say again, fully painted removable matrix with, like, and it's not just, oh, they painted the middle. It's clear blue plastic, the gold core around the clear blue is painted, and the silver handles are painted silver. Like, it's a a two-paint app matrix of leadership. Uh, I'm saying all this partly because uh, this guy is identical in size to a Voyager, and he weighs less than the Siege toy. A friend of mine weighed them. Um, he's doing more, I think, but he weighs less. I think that this is another great example 
of how we have inherited some of the Takara Tomy side of creating Transformers, which is part of what you're paying for now, for better and for worse, is this parts layering and all this paint. Because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the transformation, like, I'm not going to try to describe the whole thing, but, like, his torso opens into, like, three separate sections that all either eject panels or inhale panels and like the only vestige that ends up being left behind is he has like a bumper on his butt yeah it's it's really cool like like yeah like his front wheels just end up on his lower back yeah and by the way even his lower even like those lower back like the kidney area of his back has a transformation level yeah it it squishes together for the truck mode yeah, uh, but all yeah, like all of those truck panels that just kind of perfectly like it, you're making like a, like plastic lasagna. Yeah, that's a yeah, great way to put it because it just all layers into each other. It's somewhere I, between. I, I like that that mental image. It's somewhere between plastic lasagna and like a plastic cannelloni. It's like a layered lasagna that you're also rolling up mm-hmm. into the inside of his torso. Uh, like and the whole thing works. Like I only have one tab. His uh, his. If you're looking at him from the front, the the wheel on the left. So I guess his right front wheel. Uh, it doesn't tab in very well to the slot that's on the side of his hip on mine. But the other one does, and I wonder if I should even really care because it still holds together. This when you when you click it in, it pops back out about a millimeter. So you can't even notice from the front that it's not like fully clicked in i i just tactilely know uh mm-hmm. but yeah uh the transformation is incredible the robot mode is just lovely uh just like the siege one in fact i'd say if you only want a robot mode siege is probably a, a better buy because it's cheaper but like the siege one this optimus is just an excellent robot mode and cleaner this time because he inhales more of the truck mode uh into the inside of his chest basically uh, th- there is a problem with the figure that's not on the toy we're talking about, I feel. But, yeah, TJ, like, is, I don't know what else you do with this guy other than, like, I was sitting there going, like, I bet you, I bet you there's a way he's more expensive and that bumper disappears, too. Like, it just folds up twice and then curls into his spinal column or something. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> like he gets behind those two wheels. I was like, because I was like, yeah, that's really the only, only because everything else disappeared. I noticed the bumper on his butt more, but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's its fault. Uh, I mean, I mean, I honestly considering like just last year we got Siege Prime who relied on this big square on his back to hold everything. I think. It's a nice improvement. Like maybe, maybe like whatever the third part of this trilogy is, we have like the definitive <laughs> yeah. Optimus Prime. Yeah, in the third part of the trilogy, the bumper inhales into his like <laughs> he it goes into his spinal column or just you know we were talking about before curls up under his taint somehow. Because uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I don't know what else you do. Um, he, he's a he's a very nice, very nice Optimus Prime figure. Uh, he the only bummer is he comes with this gig not even gigantic but he comes with this sizable trailer that accounts for a large amount of his cost and I would say uh is worse than Astrotrain's caboose because it's just a big thing that's there like it has pieces that come off and it's okay <laughs> but god like you ever want like MP44 was the case but not many people can afford MP44 this is like the more affordable case of like of like can we all agree that no one cares about the trailer 
Because <laughs> it's bumming no. me out. It's bumming me out. No, we can't. We can't. Like, there's... Because, like, okay. There's cool okay, stuff so, on it, but... <laughs> so, in my head, I kept thinking to myself, this is, like... This is Hasbro trying to, like, finally do the, like, the complete G1 package. Which is still not a complete G1 package, because we don't have a roller. Yeah. But the idea here is, like, okay, everything that was... Everything we can put from the original G1 Optimus Prime, here it is, because that's the thing that we haven't done in a long time. We haven't done the trailer in much capacity outside of, like, the evolution. And that was sloppy. Yeah. Kinda. You know what? Personally, like... I got, for my 30 bucks, I got a really nice Voyager Optimus Prime. And then for an extra 20, I got that trailer that completes the vehicle mode. And that's his vehicle mode identity to me. Not just the cab section, the whole semi. That's what I wanted him to look like. And I know that is a thing for everyone because what was like the one of the first third party things to come out was like everyone making Classics Optimus Prime a trailer. Yeah. And that was like what sixty bucks a pop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous for for a gray plastic box. Okay, well, mine this one has one for twenty, and I don't have to go through that. Like what I'll say, because someone else will say it. The BTS one eventually became twenty because the company ceased to exist. Because <laughs> uh, I don't. Well, I, I should say I don't disagree with you. Because I, I, if I look at that trailer, I'm like, I see how it adds twenty bucks. Uh, it's not even the trailer adds twenty bucks. This Optimus is more than a Voyager as far as his delivery. Like the layered chest with the Matrix chamber, I don't think is something a Voyager yeah. would have. Uh, yeah, it actually blo- like like you said. Like you said, they were he was lighter than they were, than Siege. That blows my I mind. Do, that blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> but I I think for the delivery and just the level of engineering going into it, I don't think you see that as just like an independent Voyager release. No, and and the paintwork I think is tighter on on this one. It's just more silver bits here and there uh, that are like applied with reason as opposed to the splatter. Uh, mm-hmm. And and uh, with the trailer, the thing this is the other thing. This came from Mumps, I believe, uh, who did the weighing. With the trailer, this Prime weighs notably less than Power of the Primes Optimus Prime, uh, and that's where I got a little bummed out because I was like, you know what would have even that weight out and made this feel fine mathematically? Roller. You know what would have made me feel better about the trailer as the twenty dollar add on? Roller. And so I kind of yeah. sat there and I was like. That's what I'm actually really aggro about, is, like, if Roller was here, I'd at least say, well, it's everything you want from the trailer. But instead, it's like, no, also, there's no Roller. And I'm like, well, I get it. I can, I don't get it, necessarily. I'm a layman. I'm looking from the outside in. I can make educated guesses as to how this still satisfies the price point. But uh, on a delivery level, I'm like, the lack of a Roller really sticks out. And I and I, I wonder if, me, I don't know, if if he didn't have that piece that comes off that's quote-unquote a shield i wonder if you know the the command tower didn't remove to try to become a weird backpack uh i don't know there's there's i don't think either of those things would make room for roller but no no it wouldn't because you know you got to remember roller is at least uh at the very least seven individual components yeah because he's a six-wheeled little little buggy thing i'd, I'd take four-wheel <laughs> roller i wouldn't complain I'd... <laughs> you know I mean, three-wheel like, roller three long wheels that go all right. the way underneath I'll... <laughs> yeah just 
Can we get give me like the Star Convoy one where it's treads? We'll just paint the treads on. He can be one piece. Oh yeah, one piece. Uh, I take it. I take it. <laughs> like here's like here's kind of what I want is I want some third party to come out with a roller that works, but also like combines with that command center, so he just has like a little rolling buddy. Or yeah, it just turns into a little fella because that okay. that command center is adorable. Like giving it two claws is. Maybe I don't know if that's even intentional, but it's a stroke of genius because it makes that thing look like it's alive. Yeah, it's like I actually kind of prefer that over like the weird radar. Yeah, hundred percent. Just yeah. the yeah, yeah. Uh, the command center thing is like real close to making me feel more okay. It's just like also I should say he comes with his gun and his gun folds up, so it's got joints on it, and that's cool. I like it, but <clears throat> I I. I it's weird. It's a very good Optimus, and it's like, I can't just say y'all should go get him, because it's like, with MP44, same thing. What a good, what a what a really solid, cool, neat, interesting, etc. toy. Uh, you kind of have to be cool with paying a not ignorable amount of money for a box that mm-hmm. doesn't do a whole lot. So if you're cool yeah. with that... <laughs> I mean, yeah, if... You know, like if having the big vehicle is worth an extra twenty bucks, then yeah, and yeah, I you know we know from those old trailers for the third party companies, there there is absolutely an audience for that. Although yeah. to, to be fair, their trailers also had rollers and did more. But <laughs> uh, the 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 one I, the one I always think of was the G three trailer that had the entire second layer of mirror panels. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that was still the best. That was the best. That was so overblown oh. and wonderful. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I think this prime is is absolutely worth your time. I don't think that siege prime means you've already got this one at all. I hope we made that clear. Uh, you just gotta know what you're getting into with that trailer. Like, and it, you know what? I appreciate on the box that trailer is just wide open. It's blaringly a big chunk of the cost. It's filling that entire tray. It's like, you know, hey, look, this is what you're paying for. Uh, I also like that Optimus Prime's twist ties greatly resemble Japanese bondage. Uh, the way that there's like four of them just in a weird weave pattern around his groin. Uh, it looks like he was up to something and he got caught. I'm not the one who thought of this, by the way. This is, this, this goes mm-hmm. out to some other folks. Sure. Yeah, this is uh, some, uh, some yeah. other guy on the internet that... Yeah, it's a friend was, of mine. Was a couple talking friends about of mine actually brought it up, and I'm the one who went like, oh, i got to remember to film that when I get this toy. Uh, there's one other thing we didn't talk about. He has, he has blue-painted hands, so that's solved. That mystery's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a knuckle joint. I don't think it accomplishes anything. But that's just me, because he's got that thing where the finger piece that opens is curved enough that it, to me, never really looks normal when it isn't closed as a fist. Yeah, this is another one of those things. It's it's another one of those details where it feels like, yeah, this wouldn't happen on a Voyager these days. It wouldn't. And, and I also couldn't yeah. help but look at those separated knuckle pieces with their pins and everything and start doing that math that I know isn't how it works and start going like, you know, those, those could have gone towards a roller. Pointless opening hands. Uh, also, the shield piece—that's the ramp of his trailer on the back of the box that opens up. You can pull and slot it out. It's "quote unquote" a shield. It also has the um, the ramp system. Now I forgot its name already. You said a bunch of R's. Air, whatever. Air. Airlock. Yeah, airlock. Why is it called airlock? 
I I asked this question right off the bat. <laughs> I know, but I'm asking it again. I'm hoping maybe I missed something. Nothing. None of it has to do with air. Anyway, okay. I know it's an acronym. I know it's a big, long, silly acronym. Actually, no, it's not. It's just the AIR is the acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's almost worse. I wish it was A-I-R-L-O-C-K. That would have been at least, you know, stupid fun. Goes with combat. Uh, combat is great. I'm going to stand up for C-O-M-B-A-T system. That's that's good stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, any, any did I miss any Earthrise stuff? Is there a price point? I, I, there's no commander yet. That's Skylinks. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no weird in between, right? It's just Micromasters and Battlemasters. So we hit those. And, and yeah, we're 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 waiting for the two big guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was that was the Earthrise. What we got that that we spent, you know, four hundred years building up to. I think it was worth it. Uh, just thinking now. Any other Transformer stuff we got this week, Aaron? Uh, a, have we got you sufficiently hyped now to buy Optimus and his box? Oh, I was planning on it. Oh. I just haven't seen it. I just wanted Can't to be, buy a thing that's not shown up yet. Wants to be helpful. You can always order them, you know, off of third-party sellers. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'm... It's not, don't have to. It's not, he's a Wave 1 toy. He'll be everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, Aaron, I'll, I'll ask you. Any other Transformer stuff you got uh, in the past uh, few weeks? Did I talk about... We did talk about previously the studio series devastator yes right because i because he's big and combined and sitting at my feet right now because i have no idea where else to put him as i'm going through cleaning this room out so if you separate him into the vehicle modes they actually cramp up together more tightly into a storage bin yeah i know but then i'm gonna have to transform it again into all of these pieces you gotta gotta start doing it now some of that assembly is kind of nonsense you gotta get that bicycle memory going right now. Eventually, you're doing seven weird Studio Series toys. Seven? No, eight, I it's, it's just gonna be. It's just gonna be turned into Devastator and then just like put aside. I don't know. I don't That's know just cruel it. to that Devastator. Why would you do yeah. that to Devastator? I mean, oh man. Uh, all right. Any other Transformersy stuff, or is that about it? Uh, I think that's it. All right, uh, TJ. Anything else on your end? Uh, yeah, I've got a few other things. All right, did, I'll just ask quickly, did you do Masterpiece Lyo Convoy? No. Yeah, me neither, and I I feel like I <laughs> dodged a bullet. Yeah, because uh, we were in the same Twitter thread about yes, the chaos someone went through over that. Yeah, Silver League had a piece fracture and break, and then he, I tried to coach him a bit through getting, uh, or calling, you know, calling, emailing Amazon about a replacement, and it ended up they got a replacement to him, and the replacement was worse. Uh, that toy it just looks like things went wrong. I, the first thing I saw where I was like, maybe it, I feel good about canceling that pre-order was the 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 profile shots of the beast mode where i was like oh my god his head is tiny compared to his mm-hmm. body in lion mode and then the transformation like like the the some of the, these semi-common structural problems i was like man i don't i don't like i'm not gonna go and start bragging about it on social media but i was like i feel good about skipping this one and i hate having to say that about an official masterpiece toy uh well, that having Aaron, you didn't you you didn't secretly have no. one on order, okay? No, I I did not. Tur- turns out you you're probably okay. Yep. Uh, I've heard some cool things about him. It's just that they're very much 
packaged in with these problems. And and you know what? That I was the one saying cool things about Hound. So I get it. I, I totally know where that's coming from. Uh but yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Anyway, TJ, uh Transformer stuff. What else did you get to talk about? Mm. Okay, so really quick, because I just happened to start coming across them and thought they were neat. Uh, I found the world's smallest. Oh yeah. Which are the not yeah, the, uh, the not what we always call world smallest, not but the, the <laughs> not, not the smallest transforming transformers. Yeah, the quote world. I have to remember that's the real name. Quote world's smallest end quote comma the transformers. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's the whole line, yeah. right? Like it's not just transformers. It's yeah, like it's like. The whole line is just, like, super miniaturized toys. Yeah. And normally they're, like, fully functioning, like, fully working Etch-A-Sketch and Magic 8-Ball and Rubik's Cube. Yeah. And And these are just... And it's, like, a line they're doing with Hasbro because they also did Power Rangers and G.I. Joes. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm assuming... I think I looked this up already. I'm just going to say, I assumed day one, like, there's no way the Transformers work. No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are just little action figures. The arms move up and down, and the heads turn, and that's all there is to them. Yeah. But here's where I give them more credit. Here's where I give them more credit. So, like, when you see them on that bubble, like, when you saw the, well, the like, on the news story, and you had the, and it was a bubble, it's like a card inside a bubble. Yeah, yeah. So, what I did not realize is that tiny little packaging, these things come in inside the packaging, that's not, like, cardboard glued to plastic. That's a full plastic piece itself. Oh wow! And on the on the back side, there's a door, so you oh. can take them out and put them back in at your leisure. Hmm. I hate that this is making me want to pick one up now. Specific, like I was like, yeah, whatever, these are neat. The thing you just said is like me going. That made my brain do the thing of like, well, you got to pick one up now. That sounds really cool. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a full, it's a functioning part of the toy, so you can display it either way. And they have that little bubble on the bottom, that little indent thing, so it can they stand up upright all in all on their own. Oh, it's just all my favorite packaging things. Oh man, yeah, it's like that's what made me want to pick them up. It's like, oh, that's that's an actual part of the toy. Oh, I can have fun with that now. Because originally I was just thinking like, well. If I get Metroplex down from the shelves, that'd actually be for some cool scale photos and all that. But no, I have. There's fun to be had with these. You know, like for for five bucks, you know, like there's amusement. Yeah, yeah. I got to keep an eye out for these things now. How's a how's uh, how's the sculpt on the actual little thing inside the packaging inside the package? I mean, for the size, the sculpt is fine. All right. Yeah, like there's little, there's little. I'm holding Optimus Prime right now. He's got little details, like the arrows on his arms are accounted for. His smokestacks are there, yeah, shortened, but they're there. Like back, like to the front, of the backside, like even his little like blue section on his pelvis is pronounced. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So. We, keep, we keep talking about crotches this episode. It feels good. Yeah, it's yeah. A lot of cro- all the sides too, like the front, the back, the under. Mm-hmm. The you know the the the, the what I, you can call the scoopable part. Like it's all getting covered here the, the scoopable part yeah this, you know the scoopable area of the crotch what so uh optimus prime uh is is it uh <laughs> I, I forgot the images now is it just the robot yeah okay yeah so i'm, I'm hoping they do more of those because this is 
don't know. It, it's it's um, it's an amusing little idea. The the making the the packaging interactable like that without just being destructive is really up my alley. I like stuff like that. Hmm. Um. Okay, so for like actual transformers that are a thing, um, I had to go. I had to order them out of Japan, but I have Siege, Rumble, and Ratbat. Yeah, that was a. I, I, it might have been one of your tweets that like reminded me that I never saw them. But yeah, that's been a whole thing, hasn't it? Yeah, because <laughs> no one's found them. Like for all the like for all my boasting, like well, yeah, I went after Christmas and every store restocked and it was all the new stuff. And like, no, yeah, <laughs> except this, for this, those, except for those. Uh, they're they're about what you would expect, you know. They're very simplified versions of the characters. You know, it's a very simple transformation on both of them. You know, but it accomplishes the goal. Yeah, I think that's what's kind of killing me. Is I'm like, I don't want to go through work to get uh, two spy patrols and a MicroMaster combiner. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to just find them. I don't want to have to order them and then ship them and etc. Like. Yeah, like, this was just because I had a few other things on order, so, like, oh, that's the one shop, like, I've already got things in my warehouse, so, like, that's the one shop that still has them, so, like, all right, toss them in. Yeah. Don't have to think about that anymore. Yeah. Uh, But, like, it, they're fine, they're fun, they're fun enough, like, I just like having, like, a rat bat, the fully functioning transformation, and then there's the part I've discovered about them, which I think is the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the pegs that fold out for the shield modes, mm-hmm. uh, they're very snug on both figures. And I noticed that the way they worked, uh, when they were in, for lack of a better term, robot mode, considering one's a bat, yeah, uh, they fold outward in opposite directions on their backs. And since those are both snug on both sides, that means that they actually clamp together. Hmm. So, yeah, I'll post it in the Discord. Like, they fully work. It's like, you can give uh, Rumble a wing pack, and it's completely snug, and it stays balanced. And, like, I'll have to take a look at that. That is a, like, a, that's a weird thing to have... I, I gotta wonder what the motivation was that didn't pan out, and thus, I assume, didn't make it to the instructions. I'm not even sure if it was, or if it's just incidental. Like, if, I, if you yeah. look inside the grooves, it looks like there might be some extra indentation where those pegs are supposed to go, so it's more flush. Yeah. But, yeah, it it actually completely works just by friction. And, you know, it doesn't look too bad, either. That's cool. I, man, I kind of wanted, so wanted those because I like Ratbat in the TCG. Uh... And now I'm sitting there going, like, that could have been a whole TCG function. Like, Ratbat is a wing pack for the... <laughs> See, this means that when that's, that four-pack comes out, you're going to have three wing packs for all three of your little guys. That makes me way more into the double dealer guys now. Because one of them can wing pack for the other one, so they can, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, do more on their own. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's cool. Now, damn it, now I, now I do want that two-pack. <laughs> So I also I want I want Ratbat because he's a cool TCG card before I want Double Dealers guys I forget about or Wing Thing who is fine but I want to know who Wing Thing paid 
because wing thing has been all over the place in the last few years. I feel like who? Yeah, like like who did like who did wing thing bribe to get into that pack instead of buzzsaw? Like wing hmm. thing saved someone from like a burning building or something. Like there's a life debt involved. <laughs> yeah, you know I'll some do- Hasbro exact. I'll put you in everything now. All due respect to Wing Thing. I'm not trying to like denigrate Wing Thing. Wing Thing is a is a character of quality, you know. But also, like, I, I like that was my one action master as a kid. Yeah, but also like, like I love Wing Thing. I love I also love Wing like Wing too. He just clearly bribed somebody. But like, <laughs> there's a masterpiece Wing Thing in existence, and I still don't have masterpiece Trailbreaker. What's wrong? Yeah, like like we all love what? Wing Thing, but Wing Thing also clearly has played the system and is some kind of a villain or cheater. Like that's just you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I guess uh, the the one question I would have is: Did you also order the MicroMaster Combiner? Uh, I already had him. Oh! I've still never seen that one either. Yeah, I didn't see the one either. Uh, one of these days. I actually want that one, too. Ah, this is, this is yeah. gonna bother me now. I can't, I'd forgotten that whole wave existed until everyone talked about how they couldn't find it, and I was like, oh, crap, I never found it. <laughs> this is gonna become a whole thing for the next year. Oh, well. Um, anything else in your end you wanna hit up? Uh, Transformer-wise, no. All right. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I laid hands on. I got to mess with uh, Clobber from Cyberverse. I think I talked about that when we talked Toy Fair. Um, I am I'm really doubled down now on, like, there's a lot of Cyberverse toys I want for not retail, and as long as they're Clobber tier, I'm happy, because that's all we're going to get. Um, I'll throw it out. I just finished marathoning Cyberverse. I'm so happy she got a good toy. She deserved a lot of characters deserve good toys, but I'm glad she's like one of the confirmed ones. Uh, I, I want to throw it out there. Cyberverse season three, I believe, has officially launched for streaming now, as opposed to us all going to Daily Motion or Mega and watching the UK rips. Um, so please support it in a way that is trackable, even though it is over. The folks who worked on it deserve to get some, you know, adulation and whatever it is you get from good, you know, analytics. Uh, they're they're all active on Twitter too, which I really appreciate. Um, so, and, and also thirdly, and I guess most importantly, Cyberverse is a good Transformers cartoon. Like watch it. It's, it's, it's worth your time. <laughs> oh, uh, before we move on, there is actually someone else I found. I just, oh, Cause yeah. I just noticed on my Twitter feed. Okay. So, um, this is just a fun little story. So you remember once upon a time, uh, I was telling you, like I found for whatever reason last year, a generation's. Armada Starscream just chilling out of my Walmart. Yes. Okay. So I didn't buy it because it had the same barcode as Springer. So they wanted 30 bucks for it. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't go to this Walmart often because they never restock their Transformer section. But every now and then I end up there anyway. I did, there, did that on New Year's and ended up finding that uh, Prime R.I.D. Uh, Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Again, just hanging out on a peg. <laughs> so I scanned that one and it says Prime Deluxe Bulkhead, seven bucks. Like, mm. Okay, that, that's like an eight year old toy, but they still remember the clearance price. Okay, he's coming home with me. <laughs> so couple weeks, a couple weeks ago at this point, uh, or just maybe, uh, I end up back there again, just for whatever reason, and now amongst my shock, 
some Earthrise Voyagers and the G1 Astro Train, there is sitting on the pile of toys just one lone Transformers Cybertron Minicon pack. I saw this tweet. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Just, just one of the one of the versus packs just there that has just been lost for over a decade. Yeah. It's like 20 years of toys are just chilling out across yes. like <laughs> uh like my my Walmart has like a time vortex in the back or something. They, they keep pulling these random toys out. I, Here's the thing. There's you couldn't script this. So I scan the I scan this minicon pack. Okay, like what is it's going to be like a leader class price point or something. And I scan it in. Prime Deluxe Bulkhead, $7. <laughs> what? Okay. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, like, old barcodes have, like, one default price now or some something like that. Yeah. I go home. I still have that Bumblebee in package. I didn't do anything with it because it's magic. And I look at both of them. They've got the same barcode. <laughs> so those two toys... Okay, because I was about... Man, okay, I was about to say... What are the odds of that? I was about to say that, like, the explanation for this might be that that Walmart just has an extremely dark corner in its warehouse area, where stuff can just fall and be lost for, you know, 10 to 15 years. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering if, like, there's, in, there's some kind of weird logistics thing where these toys that happen to have the same barcode all get shipped to the same place with the same... Bulkhead seven dollars. Somebody definition. bought one of these last week. <laughs> Ship another one. Here comes. Yeah, you should. So every time you buy one, whatever's in that bin at some warehouse will get shipped over. Like whatever happens to have the same barcode <laughs> <laughs> over the last thirty to forty years of toys that ever came out. When yeah, I'm gonna go back there next time, and there's just gonna be a transkeeto there, or it's, or it's just something else. It's like a Thundercat or something else that had that barcode. <laughs> These $7 Prime bulkheads, these are moving. Uh. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I, I don't have any other Transformer stuff myself uh, to hit up, because I, I still haven't found Cyberverse things I want yet. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm trying to catch the deluxes on a sale. So I want to do one listener question before we just bop into uh, our off-topic stuff. Uh, this one comes from Sideswipe29, who says Transformers have been around for 35 years, and with that has come significant advancements in engineering quality and accuracy in transforming figures. As a result, toys that have been released in the past five years have started to push the envelope in terms of what could be possible and what would have been impossible 10, 20, or 30 years ago. Given all the changes that have taken place in cho- in, in choice, wow. Given all the, ch- the changes that have taken place in toys, what do you consider to be the greatest achievement in this modern era, the last five years or however you want to define it what toy line or figure has pushed the envelope the most and redefined what is feasible for transformers toys this can be looked at from the main line masterpiece or even third party what to you is a quintessential achievement that modern toys have made that a younger version of yourself would have considered impossible uh and uh Sideswipe29 says answers like Masterpiece, Beast Wars, Megatron, or HasLab, Unicron are obvious, but uh, for them, two answers would be Studio Series, period, uh, or Make Toys Galaxy Meteor. Um, And uh, they give a few other examples. Uh, I don't want to go through all of it, because I feel like that'll also rob us of being able to (laughs) say things. Um, But I think it's a really cool question, because I think we've talked about this every couple years when something does pop up. I mean, one could say we are sort of talking about that with Earthrise Optimus. 
in the way that he is inhaling a truck mode in, in the the compact size of like a Voyager toy, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think there's lots of answers for this. It doesn't even, I mean, if you can't think of a modern one, I'd say just any notable moment. Like, I have an easy one I could throw out there from the last five years. But um, Aaron, have you got anything that comes to mind? So I'm actually going to. Uh... I don't know about uh, a, a toy, but I'm going to say a technology. Yeah. And and I think that the biggest thing uh, technology-wise has been that it seems like they're going like entirely to CAD yeah. for designs. And I, I think where you really see that is, you know, we're going to go back and talk about the Earthrise. Um, Cliff Jumper is a level of compact and a level of things kind of moving around each other that I don't know we would have seen pre like 100% CAD design. Yeah. Or at least if, if it was being done in graph paper, it would have been like at least two years, if not maybe even three years. Right. Totally you know, figure that out. yeah. Like, you know, masterpiece Optimus probably like MPO one, probably had a whole lot extra design that I'd say you could do something similar with CAD and be able to break down, not just like, like, oh, it's easier to send off to a, to a mold maker or whatever, but more so like, this is how it fits one way, this is how it fits the other way, and here's how it moves in between the two, that like, graph paper and wooden models or, or, paper models or whatever you wouldn't have been able to get anywhere near. I I think that's one of those the the tools that you use to make the thing upgrading has has brought a whole lot of other things in. You know, a lot of people will maybe kind of lament that we don't see full on ball joints the way that we used to, but I don't like I think with the way that they've been able to like better manufacture pins next to swivels. Mm-hmm. that get the same amount of motion and kind of look better than like Beast Wars. Like Beast Wars was super cool and then it was super poseable, but you always had like these big ball joints with the big peg, you know, the big peg sticking out or whatever that it, it seems we're not seeing as much or some of the weird looks that were totally acceptable because it was a ball joint. <laughs> How else are you going to do it? Yeah, I th- I feel like even in the scope of this podcast, way early on, we would we would say things like, "Well, it's got to be a ball joint if it's going to blah 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 blah," you know, like, right? As opposed to you know, yeah, interlinked series of hinges or or even like you know, at times a transformation joint that fully functions as a major yeah. piece of articulation. Yeah. Um, and and and, I, and again, I think like, that's something that rolls back to CAD as well because it's a whole lot easier than to say, "Oh, well, if we." You like flip these two things real quick here. We can, you know, get that to work as your joint. Yeah. And, and I should say, not a limb transformation joint. Like, obviously, a lot of Beast Wars, Beast Era stuff, transformation joints were also articulation joints because uh, mm-hmm. it was, you know, quadruped to biped, etc. But, you know, something where it's like, oh, these series of hinges are how this part folds out. Also, it's the knee or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, uh, the the whole CAD thing also, it leads to things like the fact that we were able to have a large discussion, decently sized discussion, about whether or not Sunstreaker is some kind of tooling sibling to Wheeljack because of, like, 
structural stuff that seems similar, even though most of the toy is completely different. Mm. Which, which in the last five years, I think, is really a thing. Like that, that all started with Combiner Wars, uh, in my opinion, if I, or at least if I remember correctly. Um, and and from there onwards, like the whole redefinition of what a retool even kind of is on on the fandom jargon end, yeah, uh, has been fascinating. Um, TJ, anything that jumps to mind for you as far as like you know one of these magic technology jumps? Hmm. I was trying. I was trying to think of something a little bit on a different scale, not just like on the technical aspect. Mm. Um, you know, some things popped in my mind because the question mentioned like uh, in third party realms as well, and you, I think of things like the new age toys, where yeah, you know, in this tiny little pocket scale, you've got figures that are doing it better than a lot of the large figures are. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just super impressive to me that like. This was the same reason I was obsessed with the smallest transforming transformers. Yeah. Because, like, to be able to recreate the engineering from the 80s in that super tiny scale showed me just how far technology had come as far as toy production went. Yeah. So, and I kind of view this the same way, where we're kind of getting, like, like, I, I would say, like, uh, kind of, like, middle-era masterpiece engineering level at such a tiny scale yeah and and yeah. something that also i think is is and this is sort of my theory but i feel like it's got some grounding and it's i feel like it's overlooked a bit too stuff like like new age and magic square especially the stuff they're doing partly works because they're so small um Mm-hmm. Where they're doing so much stuff, yes, and the transformation is so well thought out, and I and so you'll always see the thing like, oh, they should just blow that up to five times that size, and it would be a perfect masterpiece toy. And I'm kind of like, I think the nature of some of the tricks they're doing don't work when the toy gets bigger. Like like some of the new age figures, part of what makes the trick work is how small they are, because there's just less surface area to have to like cover up. There's less noticeable seams to have to worry about because the toy's physically tinier. Um, and I don't necessarily think that their tricks would all just translate one-to-one to, like, a bigger toy. Uh, and the fact that, like, sort of similar thing to what I said before, the fact that we can even have that kind of conversation about the nature of small pocket-sized masterpiece alikes that also happen to be affordable to a degree is, like, crazy to me. Um, and it's totally from the last five years. Uh, and I, I should say, like, um... Sideswipe twenty nine, like one of the one of the ones that they did bring up is like as another example was that in the third party realm, like those tiny figures, mm-hmm. you know, doing feats of engineering that would have been unthinkable back in the day. Um, and another, like I will say, I should say this because this was we got called out, and I want to make sure that we get properly called out when Sideswipe twenty nine said Studio Series. Uh, it was for the reason the quote the two thousand seven movie came out when I was nine. Parentheses, yes, you guys are old. And parentheses. Uh, so seeing yeah. an entire line uh, dedicated to giving these figures screen-accurate toys that are posable fun to transform all the same scales, nothing short of incredible. But I do agree with all that, because I remember when the 07 toys got first revealed, and my whole take on the 07 toy line was this was like a Cybertron-style toy line trying to take the movie designs and make them work more as Transformers as we know them in order to that to also work as toys. And now we've gone like full circle and we've got Studio Series just going like... Hey, we figured out how to do some of the dumb stuff that like we just didn't do, or we altered the look of the entire character to uh, to work around back in 07. Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. 
Like we, we we've had time to practice. We're ready for another go now. That too. It's like yeah, it's been like, a decade and a bit. We- <laughs> like most of studio series is like take two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a fun victory lap, is what I would call it. Um, but uh, one that I would I would call it from the last five years, a very small one, but it, it, it has come up a couple times. Uh, the combiner I always called uh, the aerial bot one because that's the first time I remember seeing it. Um, out of wave one, the Combiner Wars aerial bot leg compression. The thing where we no longer, like, Starscream does it in Earthrise. We no longer have legs that just go shunk. We now have legs that will mm-hmm. open and joint up and close up again. I think that's kind of, given how much that is the way you do that now in third party toys too, uh, it really tells me something. <laughs> I mean, it. Makes sense as far as like a toy longevity thing because you are going to wear down those nubs that lock it into place, especially with how tight they have to be once they're uh, fully ex- or fully or extended or fully contracted. Yeah, if you're yeah. doing just like friction nubs, it like it does wear down. That's why like on a high end toy, those are usually spring locked. Like you push a button yeah. to release them. Uh, it's it's why some of my G1 toys don't stand up. Yeah, they just their whole weight just gives out, you know, or it gives out under the weight of their actual body, and they, their their legs implode. Uh, Civil Warrior General Grant on the third party side. One of the most notable things about that toy is he has just push out, pull in, uh, or pull out, push in legs. But it's like every nodule on the nub is friction is uh, not friction; it's uh, ratcheted. So it's like you're also going click 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 when you're pulling them in and out. And it, it, I am assuming there's some kind of mechanism in there that's, like, physically moving, so it isn't just, like, grinding plastic. Um, but if, if I was going to name something that I think is truly magical, uh, and I've, I've talked this one up many times for good reasons, Ocular Max Azalea, the Ocular Max Masterpiece G1RC, uh, is one of the best transforming toys to have come out in the last ten years if not longer, uh, it solves an impossible problem in a way that is fun and engaging and where both modes look pretty good and don't suffer for any of the solutions in question. Uh, it, it, like, I don't think there will be a better G1RC toy. I think there will be other interesting ones, Masterpiece Official included, but uh, the, the Alex KRC is just a fantastic borderline perfect example of what transforming toy engineering can do nowadays and uh that it it deserves a spot in an answer in a question like this uh it's just incredible uh and that hopefully answered your question side 29 a little other bit of upkeep i guess we should i was just thinking about that azalea there's like the one that um ocular max is putting out in the old g1 blur prototype colors like the kind of off pink that that G1 RC out of blur prototype that we saw in a, mm. in a book many years ago. Oh, the orange one. Yeah, they're yeah. doing that as a recolor of the Ocular Max Azalea, and it looks pretty cool. It was going to be a TFCon Orlando exclusive, and, you know, worth for record keeping. Uh, among many other shows, TFCon Orlando has uh, decided to cancel, um, thankfully, in my opinion. Uh, any kind of mass gathering like that right now is asking for trouble, but I do want to put it out there. There were a ton of artists, uh, and, and not just like working, working on Transformers comics and official media artists. There were a lot of artists who were kind of ramping up and putting money into ramping up for 
having a table at TFCon yeah. Orlando. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, like I, I, I saw so, someone on Twitter was like going ninety miles an hour producing like really nice full size tarn masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like super cool looking. Looked like it took so much work and just raw material because they're like solid resin. Yeah, and that's not cheap to do, especially not in a hurry. And and this is this goes beyond Transformers fans, obviously, but I, because we're a Transformers podcast, and a lot of those folks are people that are friends of friends or friends of mine. I want to throw it out there. There are several threads on Twitter. Um, if you look for you know TFCon uh, or TFCon Orlando artists, etc. Several folks, TF Wiki is one of them, I believe, uh, have been collecting threads of people who do have stuff for sale. Uh, and if you want to support any of the artists who don't have a table anymore to sell stuff at, but you thought their stuff looked cool, uh, there are lots of links. Lots of Etsy stores, lots yeah. of, um, not just Etsy, you know, lot, lots of other stuff too. Um, go check that stuff out if you've got the spare income and you want to help out a couple fellow fans uh, who are also very artistically talented. Um, and obviously this extends outside of Transformers. Lots of artists and other fields are getting hurt right now by something that's out of everyone's control to a certain degree. And uh, one of the first things to do to take control of that is not have mass gatherings where folks can run tables. So hit up some of your favorite artists, check out what they're doing. And if there's any way you can support them, uh, you know, remotely. Uh, a lot of them have Etsy shops. A lot of them have commission slots, etc. cetera. Uh, I don't know what shipping stuff looks like right now, but if you want to support them, eventually at least they will be able to ship you stuff. So uh, I just want to get word out, like, please go and look up all that stuff. If you have any interest uh, and my, uh, not condolences, that's the wrong word, but my empathies go out to everyone who was affected that directly. Um, and, and again, not just at TFCon, but boy, a lot of shows, uh, a, lot, a lot of folks. Um, I saw one person saying that, uh, due to show cancellations, um, because of the current pandemic, uh, 30% of their income for the entire year was basically gone. Because uh, it was built around a number of tables that they were going to run, and the number of shows that they are not at anymore now add up to th- over thirty three percent of the tables they were going to be making a lot of their income at. <laughs> so uh, that is rough. Yeah, uh, and uh, absolutely, this is not like exclusive to artists or creatives, but like that's just where my focus especially with Transformers tends to be as far as keeping up with stuff. So, uh there's a lot of it's easy to go and look up a lot of this stuff outside of transformers too but go and go and and look things up if you would like to uh help folks out um and and, you know as i said at the top of the show be responsible as well and be 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 cautious be be calm and reasonable uh and and don't take any undue risks Uh, wash your hands also wash your hands but it turns out soap and water turns out (laughs) i'm one of the ones i'll fully admit I could have been doing better as far as like more micromanaged hygiene. Like I would wash my hands. I would. I'm washing them a lot more right now, though. Uh, and and I agree with a lot of folks who are saying, "Hey, what if when this is all done, we also just keep washing our hands a lot and not being gross?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I I don't disagree. I'm I'm highly guilty of of it. I'm sure." Um. Anyway, let's head to our final topic for this one, which is what we what else we got this week? Our off topic thing. Uh I got some stuff we can talk about. Aaron, you got anything to talk about off topic? Any uh... uh it was going to be uh a car and then 
uh, weather happened here and a couple other things, and it's just like, nah, instead I'll end up paying $700 to repair a car. So, you know, hey. just hold off a new car for a couple of months. You know what you got this week? Savings. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, beyond that, it's been uh, just continuing to put stuff against debt, and thankfully I hadn't booked anything because was looking at doing a, a West Coast trip at some point, and we were close to doing it in the spring, and then we were like, eh, let's do the fall just for some more time to save up. And right in the time frame we were looking is still everything would be shut down and probably shouldn't be flying, so. Yeah. I, I'm in one of those, how about I just take this money and I put it in the bank right now? Just. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll park it over there and hopefully hopefully this world will get something figured out make it okay to go outside instead of not okay well I, I got a question for what you got this week you got any uh, hot tips as far as uh, good food that is also less perishable and easy to store you're a, you're a food man hmm. what's, what's have you done any canned stuff of late have you been getting into the canned stuff um so thankfully we've got a sam's club membership we went out and we got a bunch of frozen chicken breasts um they sam's has this like eight pounds of hamburger but individually like in like easy tear in one pound sections Mm -hmm. so we did some of that just to have protein sitting around um and then we got a bunch of um i think it's campbell's has a bunch of like just pre-made sauces hmm. where it's just like we did a chicken parmesan one where it's like the parmesan that you put in after you've browned the chicken put that on some pasta ah that was great for lunch today too yeah um but like rice like even um like the the flavored like a spanish rice or something where it's the rice and vermicelli mix with seasonings and then i think you put like a can of tomatoes in it that makes just great, like human chow, and yeah. it's all shelf. It's pretty shelf stable stuff. Um, beyond that, I I don't. It's the standards. It's ramen. It's mac and cheese. It's the chicken it's, breasts are a good one. That's the one I keep. I keep pushing on on folks I know. Yeah. Is like chicken breast is like the most intimidating of the easy things to cook. Yeah, and, uh, and once the thing is, especially if you can get it free pre frozen. So that you're not having to come up with weird, like, like butcher me. paper, <laughs> saran wrap, foil wrap yeah. inside of a inside of a separate Ziploc bag. And then it's from a good problem, which is I have a good local butcher. But also it's like th- that ends up being where I get my chicken breast from. And yeah. They're not set up for freezing. Like they have frozen stuff, but it was all uh, not chicken. It was more expensive, fancy things. Yeah. And that's the thing that amazingly, like, what was it? Um, grocery store had like r- whole racks of ribs. Like if you can, if you're somebody that is um, work from home, uh, where where your company's pulled that trigger and you're just home and have the time, and you can get a rack of ribs. And there's uh, Alton Brown has a recipe for uh, no grill ribs where you do it all in the oven. Mm-hmm. I've done that a couple times. You can just you can just slightly turn and pull the rib out of the rack and it just falls apart like yep. there's some some things that you can do that like i can't normally do that because it's 
three or four hours of work well, also, to sit also, there and, and like a little bit of stuff. But man, if you're at home and they're selling those, that ri- those ribs for like half price because it's like the only meat they have left because everybody went nuts and bought the like 47 pound tubes of, of hamburger because reasons like you can you can go get some other stuff still for pretty mm-hmm. inexpensive and make that now and then man if if you can like barbecue or even get like a pork loin and do a a slow roast barbecue thing you can have it for the meal today today but then plenty of that either freezes well or mixes well with you know you put some of that on a on on maybe uh, a better rice or or, or make some mashed potatoes mm-hmm. or anything like that. You can not quite do the uh, the never ending pot thing, but you can definitely take like today's food into tomorrow's leftovers with something else, you know, to mix in that, and then yeah, the next day make something that you know you make. Uh, maybe you make a bunch of bolognese sauce if you if you're a person that wants to do that, and then you can be like, hey, I can make you know this big batch of something, and I'm not going to eat two gallons of bolognese sauce, but that's what's easiest to make with the quantities that I'm getting from the store. But you can make you know make yourself a lasagna, freeze that. I still I think I still have a quarter of a lasagna frozen in my deep freeze, and then spaghetti sauce. There's plenty of ways that. Especially if you have the time because you're work from home or, or unfortunately not working now and, you know, go get unemployment. A lot of places are saying no more wait. But, like, you can build up that, like, meal prep for the week type of thing and cycle through that and be, like, a week ahead on some of that and have good food options. And if you're home, another big one, I just want to give one more easy big one, is the big soup. You get a mm-hmm. uh, soup stock, you know, vegetable or or beef or chicken or whatever. Uh, just get like a pile of vegetables of whatever is available. Um, chop them all up. Uh, throw them in with a, a meat if you like, sausages, fried spam, a steak. I've done many times, like a cheap steak. Fry them all together and then pour the soup stock on top and then just let it cook for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, add in some seasonings, some magi, some whatever. Uh, and you have like days and days if you throw some in the freezer, weeks and weeks of just nice soup. And nice soup is incredible comfort. Um, and you can also take your time eating it. You don't have to wolf through it for it to still taste good. You can just like mm-hmm. have it going on the stovetop all day, grab a ladle every now and then when you just want a snack, throw some in the freezer afterwards heat that up like it's a it's a very simple way to have like perpetual like munching uh without it being like you know stuff that'll make you feel bad afterwards um anyway uh i wanted to get some food tips in there because i always feel like folks need to hear food tips because there's always folks who think they can't and y'all totally can if i can y'all totally can man the, the the biggest thing that i will always say for anybody that's like not sure about making food is just find a simple recipe do that soup and then and then find (laughs) find the next step past that recipe yeah and then do that and like you don't have to be a a friggin chef getting and be ready for gordon ramsay to be screaming at you one way or the other uh you know, he very calmly explains some of his recipes how he likes uh what was it like his perfect egg scrambled eggs or perfect omelet yeah, you know, you don't have to do some some crazy 
um what's the the tenderloin wrapped in uh uh beef wellington uh wrapped in puff pastry with a duxel sauce in between it nah dude just you know learn how to make like a a scrambled eggs and and bacon breakfast and then you can maybe push that a little bit further and save that that bacon grease and make like a a gravy with a sausage gravy or something with it and like find a thing that you like and and push it out and just improve your food a whole lot over than like crap i like don't know chip chips and cheese and frozen like, stuff like this is an entirely like, different parallel yeah. show that we could record yeah it's just like there's because there's snack stuff i mean i like it but like if you only have like mac and cheese chips sliced cheese and like you know pizza pops and like frozen dinners eventually like your stomach will just not you'll feel bad i find mm-hmm. uh and and like stuff like soup like it's it's just you know throw a bunch of things together until they go and then pour the soup on top and close the lid and uh the other tip i would have I'll, I'll move on from this but the other tip i have is if you're really freaked out and you're like oh but i burn everything uh just go longer at a lower heat mm-hmm. everything still cooks longer at a lower heat and it's they can't burn as easily and then when you get more confident you start going hey i 20 minutes in i can turn the heat up because i remember that that seemed to work last time yeah uh slow and forever is how crock pots work man crock pots are like if you can get one if you don't have one or if you have one yo what i just said about soup everything yeah just take everything you have put it in the crock pot with some soup stock and then just leave it alone for a week like the instant pot that we got a while back and we're continuing to play with man i i found the the right settings to make that perfect like sticky rice that's not super gluteny yeah like where it's in that right spot of like you could eat the rice by hand cuz you can easily make balls but it doesn't like leave rice sludge behind on everything uh that that's the way just to be like i don't know what do i want pour a little, little bit of this a little bit of that push a button come back 10 minutes later and it's rice yeah it's one of the things that i know is easy to get stressed out about especially when faced with you know a a pretty legit spooky scenario like where we're at right now in in march of 2020 uh and so you know at the very least i'd like to help let the food part not be as much of a worry because that's probably the most important thing to have to figure out when you don't want to go out too much um Mm -hmm. The toilet paper thing is just ridiculous, though. Y'all, y'all, none of you did it. I know none of you did it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't, I don't, like, I understand needing, needing poop tickets, you know. It's, it's an important thing to, like, not have to worry about. But when Sam's Club selling the giant 84 packs has to say limit two per customer, like, nah, dude, you do that math, you've got toilet paper for eight months unless you really need that much toilet paper in which case you shouldn't be at home <laughs> you should be in a medical facility possibly having a book be written well, about you either that or you're a hero for shopping for your family of 10 and your neighbors as well uh, for your for your neighborhood because and I'll, I'll 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 say like my mom saw a cool thing about this. Well, cool, quote unquote thing. But it was it was someone, a psychologist, explaining how this happens, where a majority of people doing it actually have no explanation for why they're doing it. They're doing it because they saw that somebody else was doing it. Yeah, and then you think, well, if they're doing it, there must be a good reason. And it's not you consciously thinking it. It's that uh, subconscious. It's the old uh, inaccurate term, the lizard brain. 
doing yeah. it where you're like, well, I guess I, I, sh-. I mean, I almost not with toilet paper specifically. I almost had a moment like that with, uh, with, um, oh, what was it? Uh, disinfectant spray. That one, I never had the chance to hoard it. No, <laughs> oh. I did. Yeah, I did snap up the disinfectant spray when I saw one because I saw two ever because that was one of the first shelves to disappear around here. And in my case, I actually didn't have any disinfectant spray. And it seemed like a prudent thing to have a can of. Uh, and I left this, the other one behind because I figured, A, I don't need two. And B, if there's only one left here, then someone else who only needs one will buy it. So it's a win-win uh, for mm-hmm. the, the collective. Um but yeah, I, I liked imagining like, you know, people are like, well, in the post-apocalypse, we got to make toilet paper armor and toilet paper weapons so that we can have fights over food without it, you know, being deadly. And I was like, that's very thoughtful. Uh, but yeah, you know, also don't hoard things and then try to resell them, you scum. I know none of you do it. Yeah, but ha! <laughs> he got hit and then big air quotes donated all of it and then that the attorney general still no said donation. yeah we're still investigating <laughs> that was his stuff getting confiscated and the dude from like his house yelling out the window well i'm donating all that to you yeah. <laughs> it's like if someone yanks your phone out of your hand and you're like oh no you can have my phone <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway uh all that talk aside uh i got, I got something else i can talk about tj what about you any off-topic stuff on your end, or, I don't know, any uh, fastidious uh, food recipes you might have available? Not a whole lot off-topic. Alright. Yeah, um... I did get the Metal Cluster Hopper ProGrise key, so that one's added to the collective. That's something... Oh, boy. If I ever started, it wouldn't stop, and that's why I didn't start. Because those things <laughs> those things seem pretty darn cool still. They, yeah, they are. And this one adds a little bit more, like, physical function to the belt so that's always fun yeah it's just a noise maker yeah <laughs> not, a lot, it, not a lot to talk about it makes noise it's a noise maker and also it closes over the front of the thing it lodges in so it mm-hmm. it makes another noise when you do it anyway is it go watch the show you know what's really cool about metal cluster hopper metal cluster hopper go watch common rider zero one it's yeah. worth it uh uh-huh. Also, you can watch Common Rider, the original now, officially, legally, streaming in North America. Go look all that stuff up. Holy crap. That's a whole other podcast as well. <laughs> Tokushoutsu is the thing that just got launched. Tokushoutsu. I winced, but I also appreciate it. Because it's Shout Factory's <laughs> tokusatsu mm-hmm. things. It's to- yeah. Uh, beyond that, because for whatever reason, I'm like really into like my mini photos right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went ahead and picked up something from uh, GeoCraper, which I intentionally pronounced that way because every time I read it in my head, it's that's not how I pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Related to the previous topic, um, but no, like it's just like uh, for if you've never seen it, it's just like modular miniature cities. So you can just, like, build your own, like, Tokyo if you wanted to. What's the scale like? Uh, well, here we go. So, this was just with, like, a Gashapon, uh, Daiboken. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the scale, it's it's a super tiny scale. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, some, like, like a good one. Yeah, crap, because it reminds me a lot of the, uh... The Shodo Chodo Ultraman city stuff that was a downscaled Ultra Act city stuff. 
but I think that's still a little bit taller than this. If that's the same Daibokan, yeah. I'm here, of. I will let me let me give it this because uh, I did it with the Kaiju oh, minis too. So that's yeah, that's smaller than the, the Ultrax stuff. <laughs> yeah. So like those are your like muscle figure scales. Yeah. So uh, the tallest building in this looks like it's approximately two and a half ish, three inches tall. Some somewhere around there, definitely under three. I think. Yeah. It is a very tiny set, and, like, they do sell a whole bunch of these. Like, they do, like, uh, like Neo Tokyo from Evangelion. Damn. So, it, yeah, miniatures of that you can recreate. They sell you a Tokyo Tower. Of course they do. Yeah. But, yeah, like, this is just, like, a thing in Japan where it's, like, yeah, just build your own little miniature city. And, like, it, yeah, it makes for some super cool little photo opportunity. That's really that's almost made for those kaiju big battle muscles. Yeah, that's kind of what I had in mind when I bought it originally cuz I really want to paint those at some point if I can get an extra set. Yeah. And then like that would make such good backdrop. I just sit there going like that's those are two folks who should be talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just release a box set of like a kaiju big battle themed city. Uh Yeah. The scale on that is just perfect. Like, the, the Daiboken does look pretty cool. He looks almost a little bit too big, but on them, it's, like, just dead on. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what else I can take photos with out of those. Got I've got a whole bunch of small-scale stuff around here. Yeah. Like, off the top of my head, like, um, similar material, but, you know, little Glyos monsters. It's not, like, canon, but they probably look good wandering around in there oh uh, one second <laughs> how beat you to it how fortuitous <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i was gonna say yeah just a crayboth that just looks like a screenshot from an ultraman show yeah uh yeah that works <laughs> yeah keep in mind this this is all with just one like starter set so, like, if if I were to expand on this, I could just make, like, really dense building backdrops or, like, really wide shots. That's cool. And is this is this up on, like, HLJs and et cetera's? Yeah. It's basically everything you want. Like, this was just, like, a starter set of, like, three little squares, and they'll sell individual squares of things like Tokyo Tower or Pagodas. Yeah. Oh, I wish that this stuff, I might be, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I, I wish this stuff was actually a little bigger so it would be the same scale as the, the Chodo Ultraman stuff. Because uh, mm-hmm. those buildings are in scale with Ultramen who are approximately 3.75 inches tall. And if you could get like the Tokyo Tower and stuff in that scale, I'd be over the moon. Also because it's hell trying to get like an actual cityscape's worth of that stuff out of the uh, the, the Ultraman series. Right. Still very cool though. What was the what was the company that does it again? Uh the Toy Lines Geocraper. Geocraper. I, I don't know the actual company offhand. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't looked at the spelling of Geocraper, but yeah. Yeah, that's... exactly. Like I'm being very deliberate with the pronunciation because my head does not want to do that. No, it looks like Geocrapper. Like the, if you look at it, that's what your brain sees before you realize and then you think that someone misspelt Geocrapper. Is the next thing your yeah. brain says. Uh, <laughs> see, obviously, geo skyscraper type stuff. I think that's where the the portmanteau is coming from. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's really cool. I gotta look into that. Um, 
I actually got so my own off-topic thing is also scale model related. Because I'm doing and taking part in the social distancing, semi-self-isolation stuff, I thought I should paint more minis. And I got into another minis game, as you do, because I get into billions of them nowadays, because that's my curse. Uh, one of the ones that was oddly attractive uh, for its system, and now that I've played it a couple times, it's actually pretty fun. Um, at least, like, I played it in a very small scale, like, out of a core set, but the mechanics I just enjoy quite a bit is the Star Wars Legion. And so I started painting some of those figures, because I was saying this before the recording, I got lots of Games Workshop stuff and other a couple other minis series as well, and I painted some of them, but uh, Star Wars is a lot less threatening to paint because there's just less, you know, detail. There's less crazy amounts of, of laden, like, Games Workshop detail. So painting up some Stormtroopers and a Darth Vader is, like, a lot more relaxing as a way to get back into a rhythm. Because, uh, you know, Stormtroopers are mostly solid white. Darth Vader's mostly solid black. So I can just, like, build up highlights on one color. On Darth Vader, I've been doing... I tried doing object source lighting, so, like, doing some glazing so it looks like the red light off his lightsabers on his suit. Uh, and uh, it's been pretty fun. Star Wars Legion is also, like, it seems like like the more I've looked into larger scale, you know, people who've been playing it for more than a year, it just seems like it's a fun game. It's, it's it uh, it does alternating activations. So if you, tabletop war games where you have an army, the other guy has an army. Uh, alternating means that you activate a unit, then the opponent activates a unit. And that leads to just a bit more of a lively style of gameplay than... Um, your classic, like, uh, Warhammer 40,000, where someone just moves and shoots with all their guys, and then you do it with all your guys. Like, that's fine. But uh, sometimes you you want something a bit more kinetic. And also with 40k, you can just get shut out on turn one. Because <laughs> the guy who goes first might just shoot half of your army off the table, and then it's like, well, I guess it's like we started, but I'm at half points, I guess. Uh, anyway. Uh, mini painting. That's that's something I'm going to be doing a whole lot of, uh, I am thinking, uh, for the next little bit in my spare time. Uh, so, hey, maybe we'll talk about it some more. Uh, I should, I should, uh, I've been trying to figure out what a mini painting podcast episode would be, because uh, I want to grab Seth, who's also been painting minis, and I want to pester him about object source lighting, because he said he hasn't done it yet, uh, and I want to bully him into doing it. I also want to bully Aaron into painting miniatures. That's what uh, me and uh, Random Underscore Factor are working on right now as a project. Um, we can't. I'm I'm working on finding space in this oh, horrible here. style of a house I live in. Yeah, hi, <laughs> uh, Aaron. I'm just doing it on my computer desk. Like you just need. Yeah, I'd ha- I'd have to clear out all of all of this. Was that just the sound of you clearing it out? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I just do it in, like, a little, like, five-inch by five-inch space in front of me. It's not the safest thing, but you just need, like, a cup of water and a paper towel. No. Yeah, that that mm. starts growing space that I... Just don't knock it over. Uh, We'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, get, yourself a, get yourself a little fold-up uh, little seat table thing. I've gotten those, you know, a little fold-up table. A picnic fold-up table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put that on the floor space that I don't have. Yeah, you just put it on the bed, and you put a chair on the bed, and you sit down in front of it on the bed, and just don't move too much so you don't fall over. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think that's a podcast. Uh, as I had predicted, talking about, like, almost all of Earthrise except for the Plank Man, uh, and we ended up talking about him anyway, that took a bit of time, but it was fun. It was uh, fun doing just a let's talk some toys 
thing to kind of uh, be the, not the palate cleanser, but to be the other big glass of water we drank where the first one was Toy Fair stuff. Uh, so, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Aaron and TJ, thank you for joining me. And uh, all of you out there, as we said many times, I'll say it one more time. Take care of yourselves. Stay hydrated. Uh, wash your hands with soap and uh, stay safe. Be responsible. Look out for folks around you. Uh, and if, you know, network with your neighborhood, with your friends and family in your area. Just see, stay in touch and uh, figure out who can help who. Um I think we have the tools to communicate now uh, that that we take for granted, yes. But I think that they're very helpful in situations like this where it's just not as easy to go out and ask people for help. Like, stay, stay digitally in touch with everyone you can if you've got those folks there. And if you don't, uh, say so. And someone, someone will see it and uh, do what they can to help you, too. Anyway, all that said, have a good one. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.